Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, well, you lied about your um, you lied about having a bank card. You're you're always lying. You're a big fibber. I've been lying about lots of stuff. I lied about having a penis. <laughs> I cut it off, so I can't be me too by the comedy industry. <laughs> I'm like, catch me if you can. I'm accused they go, he had his dick out in the thing. I'm going, well, checkmate. I cut my dick off right after Nanette to protect myself from fucking people like you. That's very dedicated. Dude, imagine that. Someone me too's you and they go, he had his dick out. And then you show. And that's the big reveal. And you go, checkmate. My dick was put in a locker 30 years ago <laughs> when things turned it foul. As soon as you started changing names, causing a pair of fucking apple, <laughs> I, I knew to take my dick off and bury it in the desert. My dick's been buried in the desert for two years. Checkmate. Exposed. Victim shaming. Blaming. Victim shaming. Have we met a shamus the last few days? We have. Vict- victim shamus. You're talking about um, uh, ex-boyfriend. Oh, victim shamus. Shamus. Shamus is Irish, hey? Uh, it's a shame, hey? It's a shame, ha. It's a shame, ha. Shamus is heavy because you got to like say too many words. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, mixing dessert with mains. It's like, how many fucking letters have you got in there? Shame, mass, Christmas. Yep. Well, we're just working for the early riffs and it's not really that we're not seeing the ball that clearly at the moment. <laughs> is it on yet? Have we started? It's recording. I haven't oh, started Oh, we're streaming. on, baby. Welcome to the sure thing. We're here in Gold Coast, sunny Beautiful. Gold Coast. Having Gold the Coast. fucking, what a time. It's a wonderful day at R- marred only by Andrew Wall. What better place to commit suicide in this buoyant place? Actually, I can't believe you are actually more happy than, than I. For me, you're like Santa Claus. I always thought you were a negative and now you've seen true pain because you see me and I basically lie, sit on that couch with my head slumped in my hands for hours. Um, you did have your head slumped in your hands for quite a long time. Do you know what I thought this morning, which we haven't said on there, but I was going to, um, I was saying it then, I was going to wake up bashing you and just go, don't you ever book me on this trip again. Because <laughs> you had been up to fucking 4am playing video games or probably um, grooming fucking adolescence in Indonesia or some oh, shit. Dude, I heard you tapping away. Tap, 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 tap. And it only slowed when you just tap with one hand for a while as you jerked off to someone in fucking Nevada. <laughs> a fucking commune in Nevada. But you t- you fucking... I didn't realise because you run your own business yeah. into the ground. But yeah. No, because you run your own business. You just game all night. You don't have any fucking schedules. Well, I did last night. Yeah, that's true. What do you mean? What was your schedule? Finish Call of Duty at 4 a.m. so you could get to bed before the sun came up? I can choose, man. That's one of the benefits, you know? You have, you actually have no timeline, dude. You drive around in that van yeah. and just play dodgy games. And I'm like, the thing I was wondering, like, it's great now, but project forward. What about in 10 years? How long can you be in this van? Well, the, but the business is fine. There's no problem. No, but I'm saying, would you do the business at 50, 60? Uh, well, I'm not going to be here by 60. What day, What year do you reckon you'll die? Uh, wait, what, what year is it now? 21? 21. 21. 27 would make sense for the, for the 27 club. 
2027. That's the, a different kind of 27. Yeah, but I'm saying for the mediocre people that couldn't get it with their age, I'll probably give myself <laughs> in 2027 to go, it kind of makes me like uh, Jimi Hendrix, There's doesn't it? There's billions of people dying then. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even a club at that point, is it? Yeah, sure. man. You know, I would... I, that's what I got obsessed with during COVID was monitoring uh, death rates, not just COVID, world death, poverty death. And it's so yeah. good having a ticker on your phone and just seeing the numbers topple. Do you know, it's mesmerizing like watching lemons, lemmings going off a cliff. And it really, you know, you say, I'm having, you had a bad day. And then you look and you see like 12 people died right then. 30 what? people, 60. What did you find were the ones that people were uh, dying of? Most? I, I Dude, think- they don't give the stats. You just see the number ticking. I looked at, oh, this was just a website. No, that, it just shows that can't you th- be accurate. Dude, it's Worldometer. It's easy to be accurate. People like me are messaging it all the time. Going like, oh, my nan's dead. I'm saying I've my killed another dead. prostitute. Oh. Put it up on the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you've got like, you've got four of you in one family and you're all messaging about the same nan and that's four oh, deaths. Oh, they get double count. But dude, I think, look, I'm sure there's a bit of a time lag, but it's still enjoyable to, to watch as they burn because you think I can't pay my Vodafone bill, mm. but 300 people just died, so... Because I was looking them up uh, for uh, for the White Lady Investment Center ad, and it was like, uh, yeah, what was it? Uh, colon cancer and uh, COVID and cerebrovascular disease. They were on the rise. Those are the ones that were up. Dementia's up, and heart disease is obviously the the biggest one. Yeah, um, yeah, accidents are quite big. Slipping in a bar. Yeah, but they're, they're nothing compared to just diseases. Getting like, like a corkscrew, caught up your anus, or, a, you know, weird shit. <laughs> it's always... um. Dude, if you... Sm- it's always hard to... Man, like, most people just die of heart disease. It's what, kind of depressing. What happens if you committed suicide on a farm? Like, when you bury it, would you be tempted to grow plants on top of it in the nitrogen? Like, or do you bury it separate? I think the plants would just naturally grow. Well, that's what I'm right? saying. Like, I'm like, why waste, waste what, what not? Grandpa could be your best crop of fucking corn yeah. for years. Your body decomposes, you spread into the earth, you, the worms get you. They always get sentimental, though. They grow like a lemon tree. Or, that's what I'd do, an old bitter woman and grow a lemon tree. The lemon tree's granddad. The lemon no, it's your, granddad. your nan and you go, she was always a sour bitch. It's <laughs> 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 crazy. The sour bitch of a person we can remember her caustic little whore yeah that's a that whatever a man I, my language has gone bad since i've been in brizzy oh, yeah, i don't know Coast. what's going on man no, no one else is talking like this you're just seeing that you're screaming at them i was that you know you get food i got uh you know you're getting uh, i got a hamburger after i got that hot dog with you and you could you just from you, where just from like some and but you you start talking because i'm in brisbane i'm like hurry up you whore and i just think oh it's normal it's <laughs> cultural difference <laughs> get moving whore you're not I'm in hungry. brisbane I'm like, I'll tip you extra. Jo- do it. Give me a lap dance while I wait for my burger. You fucking <laughs> Brisbane whores. You're in the beautiful Gold Coast, mate. You're not Dude, in Brisbane. You're I the- do like how there's devices because then there must be a section where Brisbane becomes Gold Coast. And then is there a line? Well, no, because it goes. Was someone pissing over it or dancing, going, "Oh, it's so cultural." This side, Brisbane. This side is bimbo. This side is wealthy. Brisbane, Logan. And then, uh, I don't know about the middle bit, and then Gold Coast. But do you know how you There's have, There's a like, bit in between. How you would say that Brisbane and Gold Coast are different. They are, yeah. Which then means at some point it either slowly dilutes no, or it merges. No, there's a fucking another place in between called Logan. So what, is Logan, what are Logan people like? Just two-toothed? Well, that's the growth corridor. Oh. That's the one. That, that's that's the one where uh, people come come to Queensland. They're like, what's the what's the place I make fun of in Brisbane? And you go, yeah. it's Logan. And they go, okay, Logan or Ipswich. Dude, it's funny how they have that because in Perth we got north and south of the river, and it's mm. like they're both shit. North of the river is always the better one, right? Dude, what you really want to say is I live on the river. 
Yeah, and <laughs> that's the spot. one. They go like, "Are oh, you north and south?" I said, it's, "It's hard to tell when you got water views, man." I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "I'm like, you know, when you know if you're north or south, if you're living in a shithole, yeah. where I am, I think it's sort of on the edge. We can see the city and the the ocean. It's called Mosman Park. I don't. It's quite hard for me to know. Is yeah, it, it's is just it a bridge? My, it's just my corpse, just bloated, floating in the uh, in the canal there, staring up at the sky. I'm like, sometimes when I'm loading up my birds. yacht, I think I'm probably am north of the river. <laughs> <laughs> A piece of shit like you knows because you drive for 30 hours to Rockingham. But it is north of the river that's good, right? Um, nah, man. It, it just depends. Like, No, but which one is the like one that they say It's like is all good. comedy scenes, right? There's a few good people and the rest are coat hangers. Yeah. Coat tail riders. Of course. So they go, oh, Sydney's amazing. Melbourne's good. I'm like, no, there's three good people in Melbourne and the rest are fucking leeches just mm. trying to absorb cadences. And it's the same in North or South Bath. There's some good people. But which but one most is, are fucking which is fertilizer. the joke one that they say is bad? Probably North. North gets more shit than South. Really? Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, why? Like, South's got Rockingham, but North is like the whole way up is Where's shit. Where's Peppermint Grove? It's probably technically north. Really? But it's... it's, is, it's what, pro- what do you it's say probably, technically? Is it like a weird-looking river? What's the No, deal? it's... It, Peppermint Grove and Mosman Park, I think it, it clips over when you go into Fremantle over this bridge. Mm. So I would say that they would be north, but they wouldn't even enter... Like I was saying before, they wouldn't enter the rivalry. Right. They'd be like, we're on the river. Like, I, you would right. never hear someone from Peppy Grove going, it's Peppy great living Grove. north. I love that you call it Peppy Grove. Like you're, you're like you're about to get in there, you know what I mean? Like, Dude, I was close yeah, to it. We're gonna be in Peppy Grove soon. All my Peppy Grove mates. I'm just I waiting was, for the contract to away, be signed. Man. You weren't. You're in Netherlands. You're dreaming of Peppy Net- Grove. The next move was Peppy. Nah, you were dreaming of it. I had it, an mate. eight you mil house lined up. <laughs> I just needed one last move. One last move. And now I've got to try. And you know what the thing is? This mm. is why I'm hating about comedy. Mm. It's just implausible. I even look at sa- uh, Sloss's sales. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> you're better off to fucking. Uh, trade people's super and money. I think he did make more money in a month than you Dude, have had in he, your life. The amount he has to work for it. He's got to dance for these morons in every state. Well, you, you're a man who's literally pulling his hair out on my couch and screaming, no, Yeah, no! but can you imagine looking out and you're rich, but you still have to be around north and south of the river people to get the money? But you're not you're rich. Because if you're a banker, you don't go north. You don't go south. Yeah, but I was rich. You're so not rich and you're sleeping on my fucking couch. Yeah, but I, could st- <laughs> I am rich in spirit That's because I've true. had money. You're very once you taste caviar, once you've sucked a banker's dick, yeah. you always have that taste of that elite cum in your mouth. Mm. So I'm always going to have privileged cum all over me. <laughs> I know you've been uh, you've been pretty frugal and never really spent the money other than gambling it, trying to get no, more. No, well the thing the thing for me was even when I had money, I always lived like a pauper. That's what I'm saying. What was but what was there? Uh, what was the thing that you did spend on? What I wanted the money for is power. To try to bring down, like the end of Fight Club, where you blow up all the buildings. I know, I, we know this, but what did you, what did you spend money on? Uh, just like, just I gave it to my ex, and she spent. <laughs> but while you had it, you never. I like, never bought anything. Really, I have no value of money. All I want money for is to get so far retreated from society that I'm in a rural property with a gun and able to shoot at people that come anywhere near it. But no, but do you think you felt like this when you were um, eyeing off Peppy Grove? Dude, I fucking hated people. Even when my ex was like, people are coming around. I'm like, well, the whole fucking week's wrong. <laughs> I'm like, they were going to set it up and then I'm like, I can feel their energy in our lounge. Get the... F- Get out! But then why were you why were you eyeing off Peppy Grove? You didn't want to move to Peppy Grove. You wanted because to move all into I the want desert. is to rub salt in people's wounds. Because the more eccentric I am, and the more they think I's oh, a loser, he won't do well. Mm. The more I wanted to go like that fuckhead. 
I wanted to be at every event. They go, that that fuckhead's got a fucking... So tell me, fucking, did you hear he's doing Chinese accent? He fucking <laughs> threw a Frankfurt in the pool. He lives in a house eight times our value. I fucking hate him, Jeff. He's a cunt. I'm like, yeah, lick it up. I'm in a Maserati. I'll fucking do a burnout in your lawn. Smoking, yelling, dressed with clown paints on. Do you know what I mean? I've got my dick out. just want to be free. And I want to be like salt in, in society's wounds. Yeah, this morning we're asking where the last time you... Two girls at the same time was, while we figure out whether pizza is better than burgers. Call us on 133032 and let us know why you are in the doghouse after hanging out with the boys this weekend. Stay tuned, we have more Nirvana, Led Zeppelin and Iron Maiden coming up. But right now it's time. Carry on my wayward For another. Classic anthem. Right here on the Locker Room FM. And so, but despite these feelings um, yep. and these dreams, you never... Well, I lost it all. Now you I'm never, fucking but you wounded. Never, but yeah, but you had years and you never did any of it. I didn't spend anything. Yeah, but you never did the, you never did burnouts on anyone's lawns or anything. I never got... Because the problem is you never have enough. <laughs> I wanted to get to the Clive Palmer thing where you would like, you'd go... You know, you have a scuffle with Qantas and then you would end up in a massive lawsuit because they wouldn't give you an umbrella at the airport. Yeah. And, you know, you, you pursue them for 30 years in the court of law and yeah. you're like, objection, Your Honour. Like with your rug, uh, ongoing rug battle that you're preparing a court case for. Yeah, now. the rug battle. I heard battle. you stepping out. You've got slideshows and all these prezos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got someone else running it and my lawyer's taking care of my minor debt dispute. <laughs> I just want it. You want that lame-o that does the law fantasy, like Ali McVeil? So you come along to small claim court, you got a suit, and you're like, objection, Your Honor. I'm like, oi, dude, it's not like that. We've already got your filing documents. And yeah, you're like, yeah. objection, Your Honor, my witness to investigate. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're at the Department of fucking small claims court. Get a number and fuck off. But I think there would be a lot of people like that because uh, some of the comedian, there's a, a comedian in Melbourne that does it that keeps contesting his uh, speeding tickets. And I always imagine mm. him with his mullet in this fucking moth-eaten suit saying big words that he's looked up in his thesaurus. <laughs> Objection, Luana. And they'll go, like, oh, this fucking dumb. But, you know, and then he's like, oh, the, the odometer doesn't work. But you can't. You can get around. Brett, he's, it, Brett has successfully like yeah, dodged like seven of them, right? When you, yeah, yeah, but the thing is... Um, it's pretty funny, man. It's pretty funny that he keeps posting pictures online. He's like, dodged another one, No, dude, dude, to be honest, to be honest, <laughs> he does do a good job because he got out of that one. Mm. And um, I think when he was there, because he got out of it, the guy agreed. I, dude, I wasn't going that fast. That The guy said, oh, the odometer might be fucked. And then as he was leaving, he said to everyone in the line, the odometer's fucked. You know what I mean? Uh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. all got out of it. So he was a hero oh, of the, me- the people. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, he meant like the speed gun was not was like uncalibrated or something. Yeah, yeah. When I when yeah. I lost mine. Your license? Yeah, I screwed up because I was I mocked Blake, but I was going to do the exact same thing. But mm. then because of my dyslexia, I put the wrong days in the calendar. Like I muddled <laughs> it up. So I, I woke up to go to court and then I looked at it and I was like, oh, it was right. yesterday. So I defeated myself with my own calendar. So I was not going to put up a very good case. No, no I don't think you're going to do I, a very I, good job. Objection, Your Honour. I've got the calendar wrong. <laughs> <Do you laughs> I, mean? I, I can't even arrive on the right date. Yeah. So it was just automatically. And then because it had been escalated, I pay extra. Because if you go to court, 
there's uh, more they make pre- they're court fees. fees and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to stop people from having We've already spoken go. about this on this pod. I don't know if we where have. Where Brett got- Blake should set, or someone should set up a business and just argue court cases and take a 50-50 split. So if it's 500 yeah. bucks, he'll go like, you only have to pay 250 and I'll just contest everything. And then what you do is you backlog every ticket. And they just go, just give them me all. I'll just spend it all day. Yeah, but I don't think we're talking about uh, Brett Blake. We, weren't we talking about like, don't you need to be? Do you need to be a lawyer to do that? No, but, but what you should just do you is you could just nominate a representative. I just think every. No, what we were talking about was everyone, yeah. all doing it and all showing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, critical mass on all system. bureaucracy yeah. because one of the things that can topple it is critical mass. It's like uh, when the gladiators roll, raise, rose up or the peasants rise up. If everyone just stops paying mm. and they go, oh, you owe your utility bill, and we're like, mm. see you in court, and they're like, who's representing you? Brett Blake, he represents all of us. <laughs> then they're like, what do you mean? No one's paying. And we're like, yeah, you got to go pursue every single one of us in yeah, court. Yeah. And then eventually they go, money is a construct. We're fucking <laughs> fucked. I'm going to go fucking live on a farm with a shotgun. This sucks. Well, that seems like it's actually happening. Like the, uh, I keep seeing pictures on, on Reddit and all over the place of uh, – uh, like different businesses in the states, because they're obviously arguing about the uh, like fifteen dollar minimum wage now, and uh, they're all complaining because like people are not taking jobs, like people yeah. are just not taking jobs that are paying less than fifteen bucks, which is impressive, man, because you'd think that like the demand and like yeah the the demand for employment would outweigh. Dude, the thing that. with uh, jobs that's killing me is like, what job's going to be around in ten years? They're all over. I know. We have covered this several times. No, but I'm just saying, like, I'm saying what can't be replaced. Even you there. Like, I saw a comedian was putting his material up and AI was writing tags and they were decent. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was better than most open mics writing. And it was Mm. like, we're almost done, dude. Like, even going to a live show, I'd rather watch a computer that uh, combined Louis C.K. with Tony Hinchcliffe's, two of the greats. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, a yeah. Chinese, the great. A Chinese accent while you jerked off. Yeah. Like some of the great work. <laughs> and I'm like, but you know what I mean? They can combine Cosby with fucking Russell Howard. But you've seen it happen, man. Like you've seen it happen. They've, uh, uh, peop- like, like live entertainment and like bars, like, you know, Wednesday night used to be pumping like 10, yeah. 15 years ago. People used to just throw their money into a pub because you could print money. You can't do that anymore rents keep going up but people don't go out like it's it's happened but it still it still hasn't happened to the extent that i thought it would have by now yeah i think it's moving i don't know why anyone goes out that's the thing i don't get like i hate it hey and you've just got um these fucking people in your way mm. you just want to kick but isn't that the worst isn't that the worst part about uh like i guess for you a bit like performing or being at shows because for me the worst part of being at shows is not the show but like it's three days later when when someone's like oh do you want to go out for dinner like your girlfriend's like let's go do something and i've been out every night i don't want to fucking go yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah, totally man because i, I, had it, my I had it with my ex she was like we're gonna see people i'm like i'm getting i've been getting blackout drunk six <laughs> nights this week i'm yeah. like i'm on a bender i said i need a break she's like it's, it's Saturday, Saturday night why don't we catch up for a meal i'm like I'm coming down of ecstasy. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like you're already party. But that, that's the comics world because I've I've only just ventured in it living with you and I mm. realise you guys are all depraved. You're playing video games like you're trying to get fucking signed out in Asia, the Asian League. Mm-hmm. You're up to 4am. Demi, I don't know what she's doing. She's just fucking sleeping. Everyone wakes up at 2. 
with fucking blood eyes. I'm like, are they doing drugs in their bedroom? Because this they all look very fucking rich of you. depraved. Got, you, yesterday, you started cracking into the beers. You're blackout by three o'clock. You Dude, I, had, <laughs> I thought I reset with an 18-minute sleep. And it basically, I woke up startled, wondering why I wasn't in my Nedlands house. <laughs> and then I've since then been really upset because... My reoccurring dream is when I wake up in my family home and then I realise, no, I'm actually at Josh's house with a skid mark honey lying in my head. You, uh, <laughs> Your shot of you having sex above from your ex. It's a beautiful, they're not an ex, just a girl. Dude, I love that shot because it's we've been talking about what face do you have during sex. Mm. Like smiling seems bad, gratitude seems bad, but your mm. dead eyes seems to be the most appropriate look. <laughs> Where you go, earn it, bitch. <laughs> you want a soulmate, you fucking... Crack the crack my smile out of me. I think it's important not to say anything during sex because you don't want to break character. You let them sort of just imagine what you're thinking or feeling. And Dude, did we do this sex you. thing yesterday? Because yeah, I was hammered. Yeah, covered yesterday. Oh, yeah. fuck. Because I'm hammered, I, I, could, I probably did it badly. You did do it badly. And was I saying, yeah, you end up doing uh, stand-up bits? I'll close with this. We did do that, yeah. Oh, We're covering old material. I knew it was going to be the same. Remember you came and saw my show and you realised... My show had actually been all the podcasts. It is. I was shocked at how much of the podcast you've managed to fit into the show. It's Hello, impressive. everyone. Thanks so much for coming. It's just so great to be on God's <laughs> Earth, celebrating comedy and celebrating group. Post-COVID, we've had a real shock here, people, and we'll grow from this on this cruise ship on Christmas Day. We'll grow as a team. You know, this isn't comedy. This is forming relationship with family and friends and connections. That fat bitch with diabetes, Angus... Angela, thank you, and I hope your dog kick, kick pushes through its liver treatment. <laughs> Dude, anyway, what was the uh, what was the the catalyst for uh, the end of your marriage? What? Yeah, what was the like straw? Mate, it was the final argument was she was filming me because she said I was abusive, but I was just depressed. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, yeah, yeah. And then I I was like, I'm not because you know what? Like the quickest way to make someone angry is falsely accuse them of being angry. You're like, you're angry. I'm like, I am now. I'm fucking normal. But then then she fucking, um, I grabbed the phone off her and ran up the street of my underwear and she chased me like Terminator, like trying to put the claw in the back of the car. I'm running my undies up Nedland Street, screaming. And then when I came back, because I was like, I'm just getting so annoyed of being filmed. When I came back, she was like, I'm scared of you. I'm like, you're scared of me. You chased me up the fucking street of my undies. Like, who's the, who's the dangerous one? Do you know what I mean? I ran it like, like to save my life. This is why. How did it get to this point? Why is she filming you? Like, what's what? Dude, it just deteriorates, and it's like I'm happy with all the footage. No, I've had them deteriorate before. I've never been filmed and people yelling at me. Yeah, but you've you've got footage all in your house. This is like a predator's house because like I was taking a piss and I saw like a red eye flashing back at me. I put one camera. And yesterday I came. I woke up in the middle of the night in uh, naked to steal chips from your cupboard. Yeah. And when I went out, it was like lasers. Sorry, why did you have to steal chips from the cupboard again? I'd had no food. Why did you have no food? Because I have no money. Why do you have no money? Because I broke my card just before I came. <laughs> I've only got cash. And when I got the fucking taxi here, the guy gave me coins. And they're just falling out of my jean pockets everywhere I go. <laughs> Hundreds of dollars is just falling out. Everywhere I look, they're shiny pebbles. Yeah. I'm like, that's all my life savings. There's someone very funny. Uh, we just got a $5 tip on, uh, on Twitch from uh, Silvio uh, Itescu. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I, I doubt for some reason that it's the real Sylvie. <laughs> but thank you for the tip. I appreciate it a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sylvie, what a...
what a pile of garbage he is, hey. <laughs> Mate, he's our biggest podcast fan. He's a great guy. Dude, you know what I love about these fucking charlatans is he would have been well-versed when he went to, like, FDA mm. for the meetings where they were like, oh, there's no parking for you. And they delay the meeting and go, oh, mm. that fuckwit, that German fuckwit or whatever, mm. Aust- Austrian, Romanian. Romanian. Where's he? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, they would have tr- been eating a... Uh, Food while they had the meeting. Yeah, whatever, mate. Today, and he never, he never gave any of those tolls. You know where you can tell like you're going to get fucked over. Yeah, he would have had early things when he had meetings, and they were like, yeah, 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 finish it up, Sylvie. We got golf game, cunt. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, but he's all like, ah, oh, it's going real well. I'm like, that's weird, dickhead, because. The last three meetings, they didn't even show up because they don't respect you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but if you're listening, Sylvie, you know what? I know that you've been stealing with your um, hedge fund friend that lives on the same office. So uh, one day when oh, I get money, really? we, we could easily track and see whether he's been shorting <laughs> on the back of that paper wall, that Chinese wall could potentially equal about 30 years jail, just a heads up. <laughs> because you're on the same floor and if there's any trading activity that ties in with that, I would be fucking scared. Because what what is what is the division? His hedge fund friend wrote an article recently and he was like, mm. look, we've lost money, but we've, we've done really well out of it in the past. So he's he's been the main shorter and they're on the same level Wait, in lost, Melbourne. Lost money on what? He said, look... There was an article and his hedge fund mate who he went to uni with, went to each other's wedding, works on the same floor as him, but he said in the quote, but we have done pretty well over out of it over the last few years which then made mm. me realize that he's actively been trading the stock and now right. i'm saying where is the division ha- sylvie's having lunch with this guy every day how do we know he's not giving info across i mean he better have footage of every single lunch and everything he said <laughs> or there is an ostensible link between him and information which is basically a, a, a slam dunk inside a trading case yeah how many brokers do you know who have actually gone down? Um, I've never seen a hedge fund working on the same floor as a company and trading it, to be honest. Yeah. And I think it could be one of the biggest blow-ups. And he, maybe if I get money, I might detonate both of them just for a laugh. But how many... How Only many... joking, Sylvie. You're a good laddie. <laughs> a rat would never rat on another rat. <laughs> uh, but how many brokers or people have you seen? Because uh, we know about the, the one with the, the banker that we've bleeped out. But how, have there been any others that have gone to uh, gone down for... Dude, you can get done on... Uh, no, but ones that you know. I've or... seen... I've seen a lot of... I haven't seen many brokers get done. I've yeah. seen a lot of uh, on board, like CFOs, MDs market manipulation or uh, insider trading and sometimes even even i think there was a really recent a recent one where it was the allotment they they bought on market one lot and the other two were allotments yeah. which were sort of effectively like corporate entitlements do you know what i mean like rights issues or the conversion of options yeah. so it's quite hard to prove that that was triggered do you know by information because yeah. it's almost like the functioning of their their role but they were convicted for it because there was a takeover coming i forget which company it was it's a recent conviction on asic because one of the the good websites to monitor asic uh media updates and you can see every person that's been pinged Right, and you can see right. how inept their entire organization, there may be 12 convictions in the last 400 years. <laughs> do but, you know what I mean? Like, but what about people that you personally know or work No, with? I don't know anyone that's being tainted. Yeah, you do. You know the, the fucking banker who's, who's in prison now. 
Oh, yeah, I know a, a prison banker. Yeah. But I don't really have... I know that Andrew Forrest um, broking firm. The I'm other, not looking for fucking... The things. other four guys went to jail? Yeah, I, I know that. I was just asking about personal, like, um, people nah, you've No, man, I'm, I hang around good people. I don't know... That's not true. You're fucking... Uh, what's, his, what's his name? What do we call him from, uh, from Oliver Twist? <laughs> Fagan. Fagan, yeah. What about... Fagan's not good. Fagan He's bad... Everyone in the past is criminals. Fagan's, uh, Fagan's, um, Fagan's good mate got pinged in their twenties. I think it was for um, trading outside of a, or you know what I mean. I don't know what it was. Tr- uh, tr- trading on his own account. You know what I mean, or front running, or some shit. So what, like, like, like he had a he had like a he was basically he was, he was basically it was... buying it, and then people buy his clients buying behind him. Ah, uh, which right, you can't do. Right, right. It's sort of like what Elon Musk it's like, does. It's a pump. What Elon Musk does because he's not licensed, he somehow doesn't seem to be aware of front running. Like he buys shit, pumps it, then he sells it, then then slags it off in the media, which is a classic front um, running pump, pump yeah, and dump. dump, and that's basically illegal. Of course, but, but not for Elon. Do you know? Only for a little fucking small fry in Adelaide probably gets pinged for it. A guy with $12, they'll throw the book out, but no one's going near Elon because he'll fucking <laughs> send your family up to Mars in a rocket. <laughs> Bury you in the I desert. Ju- I don't get how he's not going to prison, man. He has to. Like, he ha- he ha- has to. There's no way that you can get through. Like, because like, uh, um, it's not, because it's, it's regulated differently. I Do you know what I love about Elon? Crypto? It's all the money in the world because of his autism. He he can never enjoy it. So it's like, it's, it's like being trapped in a Aladdin's cage. Because he's all the money in the world because his personality is so flawed, he might as well be bankrupt. Like, he'd be as happy in a prison. He'd be like, it's great. We got soap here. You know, like, he's never going to be on a jet ski with a cigar with like a group of strippers hanging off the back. He's always just going to be like, what time's lunch? I'm hungry. I'm on a protein diet. I just like seeing the sort of corruption of these people, like the the big boys. You know what I mean? Like the the Bezos and the uh, and Elon. Like that with enough money, you just slowly start to be removed from reality. What I find weird is why wouldn't you do what that guy did, McFay did, McFee, the McAfee, McAfee did, which is uh, just get a third world or underprivileged country and, and effectively and become the dictator. Just own the country, and then you can just basically buy some missiles, sit around there, you create whatever you want, yeah. your own currency. What's the currency? It's cheese now, cheese wheels. <laughs> you just make it a laughing stock. You make all people just wear like Mario Kart outfits. Yeah, and, you know, just have your own. You you dress like Oompa Loompas now. That's our national. Military, like a thousand people dressed like Oompa Loompas. <laughs> it's your own amusement. And you make people carry around on a carpet. I can show you the world like Aladdin. And you know what I mean? And these poor villagers have to live your fantasy. Do you know what I mean? And you wander around naked and they've all got to like do the emperor's new coat and go, I love your emperor's. I love your coat, sir. And you're wandering around naked like Epstein with an erect dick. And you say, don't anyone ever say that I'm naked. (laughs) I'm wearing a trench coat. And they're like, he's definitely naked, but don't say it to him or you get hung up in the square. I do understand this sort of like, uh, this like wistful desire that Elon has. He's like, we're going to go to Mars. It's going to be beautiful. But wouldn't it be just as cool to go to like the Caribbean and own it? You know oh, what I mean? Mate. Like that would be sick. So you build yourself a giant like uh, Dr. Evil style do, island volcano Dude, or even layer. go into the water. I'd love to see him in a submarine with that pipe there. That's, and then, do you know what? That's and what, then just go get a pair of sni- uh, scissors and... <laughs> 
And go bye-bye, Elon, you piece of shit. But that's what we're missing. I think, like, I can't remember the last time we had, like, a really good villain. You know, I like, I want a super villain. Dude, that's exactly what I want. I want China to turn rogue and it's like... Xi Jinping. Yeah, and then you, he uploads videos and he's actually got um, war paint on, like appropriated Indian. Chakalaka. Yes. We're coming for you. <laughs> And they're like, what the fuck? He's in charge. And he's like, dude, he had a fucking sword and a spear. And he's like, we're coming, cunts. And then you just see, and he goes, I want all the oil in the world. And I'm like, I won't, I won't negotiate with anyone. I want all of your heads on sticks. And just within the hour, there's people in uh, Singapore with their heads on sticks, Australia. And they're like, there's no reasoning with him. He's a meth head. He's just going crazy. Because when was the last time we had like a like a private citizen who was who was crazy? Like plenty of dictators. You can go after Trump. Yeah, yeah, and I Xi agree, Jinping man. You've never had someone that even that's... even Hitler. But like, when when was the last time? I even even like the um uh I guess like the sort of Osamas yeah. of the world, like the 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 terrorists, like the the big ones. But like. I've never seen one with money who has built like a giant volcano island layer that they're in and they're threatening the world. Like, yeah, well, man, you had North Korea a little bit. That was I know, close. but that's still that's not a private citizen still. Yeah, like, what, I, well, like, why aren't there any like Saudi oil barons who have been like, all right, great, I've got enough, and now it's time to. Dude, like, well, because that, that's what I was thinking about. It was like if you were a Saudi oil baron. you could say you could overpower like a place like Perth or a cheap shithole. <laughs> Because you could buy all their property, realestate.com, yeah. and you just go like, or oh, the Saudi prince doesn't view any of the property. It's just every every house that comes on, he just buys, and he slowly bought the entire <laughs> Perth suburb. Yeah. And they're like, oh, there's sales are through the roof. We're selling close to 30,000 houses a day. It's just the Saudi <laughs> prince buying them all, and then he basically bashes them all down and then says, like, I own Perth now and makes it into a military base. Do you know what I mean? And he legally can do it. He builds a big castle mm. and then suddenly there's just a handful of people that these old grannies that wouldn't sell their houses, mm. do you know, living in Rockingham, looking at these military yeah. bases <laughs> with this guy <laughs> starting his commune, changing the language, which is just, uh, the language is just all racial slurs <laughs> and like horrible words. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Nazi, Nazi slogans. And you couldn't legally not do it. He's like, this is my private estate. I've bought it all. You know who? Uh, Pablo Escobar. He was a private citizen who got enough money that he was like, I could become a super. He got so and close. He started to do it. Yeah, he was he, getting he real close. He almost crossed into government and then he was blocked. Well, he, did he? Did he? Did he become a presidente or what? What happened? You no, know, he got close. He got I close forget how he got blocked. He got blocked. Something well, happened. I mean, someone shot him in the head, right? That was the someone big blocked thing. him. I thought, didn't he get like the FBI or CIA? pushed a conviction on him and fucked it up. He was running for something quite official. And we've all watched the Netflix show. So why are we retelling the story? Every Muppet I didn't watch all the story of it. now. I didn't watch all of it, but he was worth... What was that Netflix score? He was worth $64 billion in 2021. Do you know they That's say they cool. still find money in paddocks? That really? He's that he's just buried? He's buried. That's so dope, dude. I love that. I love... That was it ties into my original idea of the treasure hunt. Where you just bury all your money around the globe and people waste the rest of their lives. He's There's doing billions it. That's of dollars. beautiful, man. He actually, he actually, actually did it. No, he didn't get in. No, no, but he actually did the uh, uh, like burying the money. And yeah, people yeah, yeah. Are still he buried finding it everywhere. It everywhere. Man, he had fucking like opiates and cocaine going all over the world. The thing it's for amazing. me, it's like a malignant cancer. Once you've taken hold of the joint or you've got it attached, why don't they spread? Why do they always get thwarted? 
Do you know what I mean? He should have ended up having all of South America, North America. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Hitler did. Like, once he crossed into politics, then he should have blown it up and gone into all the neighboring regions. Do you know if he could? He had he had the momentum. Is yeah. What I'm saying. Once you got money, you got power. Then you can basically topple all of South America well, pretty quickly. Yeah. You know what it is, man. It's big. It's government getting involved in small business where they should where they don't belong. Getting you don't their need little regulation. We were there. talking about it. It's uh, regulation. Were we talking about it yesterday <laughs> on the pod? How like. If they're willing, they privatize one thing, they're effectively admitting they're inept. Yeah, yeah, like privatize Oh, that everything. was a good bit. That was a good bit, man. Because when they go like, oh, we'll put out the telecommunications, why? Well, we're useless and we're going to make a fucking meal of it. I'm like, oh, well, that's, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have any government. <sighs> KFC should be running. We said it you know, yesterday and we'll yeah, say it, it again. We love this pod. We're not getting any loops in material. <laughs> well, this does tie back into the Centrelink going, owning everything bit. You know what so I what's mean? What's the Centrelink bit? Like you go into Centrelink and like they've got the bottle shop in there. They've got the oh. bogeys room, the whole thing. They love- should run it all, man. Uh, social credit system. That's what, that's what, uh, uh, it, it should be. It's failed before, but I, mate, this time we'll do it right. Right, but communist—it's communism. It's communist Russia. Do you know what the Russia. thing is? You don't want to be around losers. So, like, one of the things I find weird is you have that social system, but they should be shipped off somewhere else, like Nauru, because I'm like they wreck our energy. Because one of the things that are you talking me, about, like the Chinese? So no, when I move back to Perth, the negative. But are you talking about the social, the Chinese? The... No, I'm talking about Centrelink. So I'm talking if oh, someone's okay, okay. if someone's on welfare, not the social credit system that they implemented. In no, China. I'm saying if someone's on welfare, right. it's like when I went back to Perth, a lot of negative people, and I, that's why I think I fell. Because suddenly you're aware of gravity. They go, you can't be up there. That's dangerous. But I'm like, <laughs> fair enough. Let all the dead shits go on doll. Yeah. But you don't want them around. You're like, you're negative. You're a loser. I'm like, ship them off to Nauru and go like, look, you can milk ours. I just don't want to see your fucking dumb face every day. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're, you're bad luck. Look, you lost all your money gambling. Fuck off and go. And then you can have Centrelink Island. And then you get to choose. You stay on the island. And we just accept that you're a broken toy, <laughs> faulty goods that just lie around. And then the winners stay in the cities. And the losers can go into the middle near Ayers Rock and they can all uh, overdose each other or whatever the <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I think, uh, I think it should be the top the top uh, 10% and the bottom 10 Anyone under the poverty line, it should be a buddy system because you're only as good as the oh, people that you like hang around. Oh, it's like abseiling. Yeah, well, it's only as good. As, you're only as good as the people you hang around with. So, like every every group of rich friends, right? They should have to have like three three impoverished people on Centrelink oh. who are there, and every, everyone's learning a little. This bit. is like wife swap. It's like wife. This swap. is like punk, punky punky's fortunes, or what was that Richard Pryor movie? I don't know. Oh, it's when he, he made billions and he's a homeless guy, and then he inherited the money and lived the the rich person's life. It was one of the great oh. things, punky punky's. Millions? And he, was it the one where he, he was entitled to the money, but he had to do like a he had to do some things? It's funny the... that uh, Richard Pryor punksters millions. I swear, does some someone shit. know what this movie? Someone is? Someone listening would be fucking pissed, eh? I know. Just going, what a dumb kid. <laughs> is it a Pryor movie? Have you found it? Oh no way, man! It'll take me hours. Are we taking a break so you can look at the movie? Uh, man, there's a lot of Pryor was a good actor. See no evil. Uh, hear no evil. Yeah, this is good, <laughs> dude. You must know it. I don't. I'm. I don't know it. I'm looking now. You missed some of the great movies, dude. I've seen lots of now movies. I'm in this I just don't know this fucking, one um, that you've fucking Jim pulled Carrey out trash. of your ass. What is this? Punky's. I don't see anything that says Punky in it. He was in the Muppet movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love that. I love going back through. Oh, Brewster's Millions. There we Brewster's go. Millions. Montgomery Brewster. He played Montgomery Brewster. He's a minor league baseball pitcher. That I've seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah, they're arrested. Man offers to post their bail if they'll come to New York City with them. A Manhattan law office, he's told his recently deceased great uncle, who never met, left him a $300 million fortune, but only if he can complete a challenge with several conditions, uh, or he can choose a million dollars up front. Dude, you know what I love Hey, about we got it? Sean came in. Sean came in. He's got uh, Brewster's Millions there. Thank Do you know what you. I love so much about like the level of entertainment then? Yeah. That movie pulled in $45 million, which is probably better than most, a lot of the recent pieces of shit. Do you know this is a, a stupid Disney style dumb what, movie? No, what movie has not pulled in more than four? Name one that hasn't pulled in more than four. Um, Home and Away, the movie. Home and Away, the movie. Nanette, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> if you can name one movie um, released in the last four years that you it hasn't turned over. Clerks, Clerks 2 probably didn't pull that in. Clerks 2 was only released like seven years after that fucking movie. Clerks 2 would have been shit. That, that Clerks 2 came out so long ago, man. Get Clerks 2. No, I, a recent one. I haven't watched movies for years, mate. So, uh, Clerks 2 pulled in 27 mil. What year was it released? Yeah, this is ages ago. Two, <laughs> 2006. Give me something from the last four years that hasn't turned over 45 okay, well, mil that you the, know the name the of. The worst movies that have come out All recently. Right. Um, virtually every one, man. You know what the thing is? Hollywood's run out of ideas. Like, they just repeat themselves. Yeah. They're such a circle You've run out jerk. of names of films. Give me one released in the last four um, years. Um, Hollywood, the circle jerk <laughs> returns. <laughs> finding, finding Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Mate, there is not a film that you know the name of that's been released in the last four years that have, hasn't turned over uh, 45 What about minutes? the movie Sounds Like Another Movie We've Copied? <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, hey, I watched uh, an action movie. Now, here's another one. Very similar with a few different coloured actors. Yeah. Whatever. Um, Good cop, ba- uh, dumb cop. How about Lady... Let's see what Lady Ghostbusters got. Oh, I know which one it was. Last year, Good Cop, Downs Cop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was my favourite. Good Cop, Downs Cop was one of the best. What? It was a bit of a down of a movie, though. Hey? Oh, oh, my God. Dude, I thought we were going on the dark side for ratings. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense. I've been listening to... It does, it, well, that one doesn't make sense. It's a double it's down on the downer. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Alan Jones. Lady Ghostbusters pulled in $229 million and people fucking hated that movie. Yeah, but you, you couldn't be seen to hate it. So I went along even every, just... No, everyone hated I it. I went to be an ally. I hated every minute of it, but I just wanted the ticket stub <laughs> over my... my uh, of my workbench, my fuck bed. So <laughs> you show it to bimbos and go, I love that movie. <laughs> imagine, that, imagine that's how you try to be an ally. Is you're like someone's, you, know, you say something fuck, someone calls you out on it. And you're like, no, I love Lady Ghostbusters. Oh, dude, that's, <laughs> you that's your catch up. out. You go like, look. And, and they you go, call it Lady Ghostbusters. They go, yo, you're misogynist. And you're like, hang on. And then you open your shirt and you go, Lady Ghostbusters shirt. And you go, would a, would a, late, would a misogynist have a Lady Ghostbusters trivia plate in front of their bed. Dude, imagine if you and had... like, no, probably not. You're this is right, what all these fucking right. male feminist allies have. They just buy what they think you want to see. They don't mm. have their own interests. Like, you would come back to their place and they would have um, the notebook. Do you know a poster of it? Bridget Jones' diary. And go, I love it. I cried. I'm like, that's weird because it's dated. It's not even... A lot of the... Man, you know what the thing was I loved is... um. A lot of the rom-coms are actually really misogynistic. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, I think most of them, yeah. 
Because the girls always, where was the fucking, what were we talking about where there's a fantasy and, oh yeah, we're talking about OC. And they said I was so funny there because it was like nerds were finally picking up hot girls. Mm. But the girls were still like sorority queens, sort of pretty yeah. ones. Yeah. Like they never got, and it's the same in the movies. Do you know, even in, um, even in Sex in the City, it's meant to be progressive, but then, um, uh, so what the Samantha? chicks? The chicks. The chicks' name. She ends up going Carrie. with Big. Oh yeah, Carrie. Who's just cheated on her multiple times, and she just accepts it. And I'm like, Wait, so many no, of no, the scripts. On. Big, big. I don't think Big cheated. He was on a her. Ma- serial cheater. On again, off yeah, again. Yeah, but look, we've had a discussion with you about cheating, and you said if you don't tell them, then it's not cheating. That's yeah. Well, look, you're paraphrasing. But effectively, what you're saying, like. To tell someone you're cheating is to break their heart. Much better to conceal it and live a lie. I'm saying that if you, uh, if you, if you were to cheat on someone, right, and you want you you either want the relationship to continue or you don't want it to continue. It's very binary. You've got sort of two options there, right? This is binary, like your personality, man. It's not. No, everything's binary if you drill down deep enough. It is. It is. (laughs) Every decision. Every moment. No, dude, that's the comics curse because you always think like. I have to quit comedy. I'm a broker. I have to quit broking. Yeah, you did this I've got to lose weight. Oh, I was killing this today. <laughs> no, it wasn't good. It was very bad. But then I was What like, was wrong with it? It's clever. You were drunk. You didn't know what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, well, you spiked my drink. I didn't spike your drink. You just I've, had yeah, eight because of you know them. why? Because you and Demi have been bullying because you're close to friends and I'm on the outer. Because I can't riff and quote <laughs> Simpsons lines like nerds. Simpsons lines. I don't know. You have weird in references. You're singing and saying weird <laughs> stories and sounds. There's improv, mate. Blah, blah. Just and improv-ing. I'm like, all I hear is blah, We're blah, We're singing blah. with each other. We're doing 80s fun things. 80s hip hop reference. Friends. It's like the nerd friends <laughs> that are talk- quoting Star Wars. I'm like, get the fuck out of my space, hey. But you I'm either, a real person. You either want it to end or you want it to continue. And if you want it to continue, right, the worst thing that you can... Hey, actually, either way, whether you want it to end or whether you want it to continue and you've cheated, right? Liar, you, you girl, I, Delilah. You, you Is either that tell actually them, the song? No, what, it's Delilah? not. It's not I was saying liar. Oh, <laughs> liar. Of, right. Instead okay. of Delilah. Whatever. It's really bad. Yeah. You either... I wish I had been drinking now as an excuse. <laughs> go on, go on. You either break up with them and don't tell them that you cheated. Yeah. Because why would you give them a complex? That seems pointless. Or you don't break up with them because you want the relationship to continue and then you have to bury it deep down. Yeah, but then you're not because my bit was then mm. they wanted they bought a Porsche and they don't realise they're driving a faulty Datsun. And you yeah. conceal it and you keep keeping the lie up going, Why is the paint peeling? And you're like, Don't worry, it's a beautiful car and it's all for you. And if you love someone, you want them to drive a Porsche. That's, but that's if when you, you love would... someone, you want to wave goodbye and go like, I'm mentally insane. You shouldn't be fucking me. I'm a fat loser. I've lost all my money. That's and you wave to your partner and go, Go on, fuck a Porsche baby. Baby, you deserve better than this fucking dead shit partner. And that's what I said. That's when you would break up with them, but you still wouldn't tell them. There'd be yeah, no yeah, reason yeah. to tell but them. But I feel like, w- if but you- with the Porsche thing, the person would rather be in the Porsche. Yeah, so but they're not in you- a Porsche. They're but- on a carpet ride. Yeah, to but hell. no, but you, you know, because of your two options, right? It still comes down to breaking up with them and not telling them so that they never knew they were in a Datsun in the first place. Well, think about this. This is the th- the barrier of your ego because what I was saying to you is. If you truly love someone, you want the best for them. Yes. But if you go out drunk with your mates, have a kebab, and then finger someone in an alleyway, yep. you're not the best for them. Right. So you should, so you should so leave. So you should break up with them. So if you, you say you don't them, love them because you, you you're basically turning a uni graduate into a TAFE graduate because they, they deserve better than you clawing at the taxi stri- uh, driver's uh, dick on your, your Uber home. 
But do you w- know what I mean? Think about it like, w- like would Uber, you, taxi, why did I mix would it? Would you rather be plugged in to the perfect utopia life or continue living this one? Dude, I just think anyone that would go out drinking with the boys and finger finger a butch woman in an alleyway <laughs> and then lie to me about it is not the sort of cunt I want putting their yeah. dick in my mouth. Yeah, but which one would it be? Would you take the Would you take the Matrix? Dude, what you're saying was you take the pill and be lied to. But I'm saying to you, what I'm saying is it's that murmur and I'm like, I, I don't think everyone would finger. I, I think it's agree. very rare, Blake. I agree. We're talking about... Oh, so whether you wanted the fantasy and it's like, hey, babe, I got you some flowers. We're going to Bali to make up for the fact I've had sex with your sister over the week, but you yeah. don't tell her that. Yes. So she's like, wow, he's so generous. He bought me a new car. Yes. After the boys' trip, he's bought me a new diamond ring and he's writing poems about me. I love you. If you left me, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I'm well, one, of the, one of the great poems, I love you. If you left me, like, I'd kill myself. I'm coming off the drugs. I love you, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You got all these references. Roses are red, violets are blue. If you do leave me, I'll kick out the stool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> Junkie no more. Not even junk food. I'm changing my life. But that's what I mean. Would you rather be in the, would you rather be plugged into the matrix or continue living this hellish existence? Dude, it's it's like this. Would would you want to be charging your phone? You know when it, where it's faulty at the airport and you're getting about one one uh, one percentage up an hour? <laughs> yeah. I'd rather just fucking let it die and then charge it when i get home i know but you know you but you're talking about you're, you're talking with uh, omnipotence you don't have omnipotence in the situation would you rather be blissfully ignorant and have the perfect whatever the thing yeah, is yeah, but man but what i'm saying to you is what you're saying what you're saying is that it's per- perfect but i'm saying to you like once you see a rat's teeth it's always a rat. But if the rat never shows you his teeth, you think it's a fucking, you think it's a hamster. And okay, you're well, keeping look, fair it enough. And look, there's many relationships out there who have had their 50-year jubilee that do still have a rat at the wheel. Oh, and they don't fuck know. yeah, of course, man. And Most, you know what? I th- man, can you, do you really think that there are that many marriages, say 10, 15, 20 years plus, even 10, where someone hasn't done something that they're not well, either, telling either that person. or they felt interest towards someone like they definitely felt and you know what the other thing is people are really boring because mm. you know what you drive into the car dealership or the fucking factory you drive back yeah. you get drunk you win your weekly game of darts she does washing she gets her nails done she's learning massage with that hot Sven the, you know what I mean but I'm like nothing happens like how was your week honey mm. oh my darts is going so well I really found my after having that ice surgery it's good i'm like it's eventually become so tedious then you get a flash snake sale uh, oil salesman mm. arrives in town in his porsche he's like you're beautiful and she goes i'm fat <laughs> i'm like i love fat i love fat <laughs> i'm horny for chubby this is what i reckon is that the majority i would say the majority of very uh i want okay a large percentage of very successful relationships uh, I'd say, especially in like generations past, like uh, like you, you, maybe your grandparents. That, this is unbelievable. That you reckon they're cheating? I reckon they're charging no, their reckon, Tesla reckon, at another port. I reckon to... the ones that I reckon the ones that didn't uh, end in divorce and that continued through and they had like their fifty and sixty, all of that, right? I reckon in the first five, the guy cheated, did something fucked. And then he went, oh, oh no, and he flipped it. Like the, I reckon this the, is Bert Kreiser's story. This is a lot of my mate's story. The same thing. They went back to Perth, hooked up with someone, came back in tears, and then became just their a lapdog. Heart is just fucking. Dude, and their- now, now when I go around and visit them, 
he's not even allowed up on the couch. He's lying on a fucking mat in the laundry and they're still together. But I'm saying you're right. I reckon your granddad in the first five years of the relationship, I don't know how long it went for. I'm just using an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I reckon the first five fucked years, up. he fucked up, right? And then and he did the, it. The guilt, like he, he had that sort of masculine bravado of like, yeah. And the, like the- Who gives a fuck? The marriage was beautiful. She and wasn't then, that hot from the back. The marriage was beautiful. And then he, he hit the, he hit the slump. You hit the slump after a couple years. You got the kids. And then he does something fucked and it just is cold ice through his veins. And he comes back and he's like, oh, you're beautiful, darling. I oh, like, love you, baby. Uh, oh, yes, I love me. What's, what's your grandfather's name, Wolfie? Oh, she- <laughs> M- Melda. Melda. Ma- Melda, I love, <laughs> I I love you, Melda. I love you so much. You're, the, you're, you're absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Did you write? Beautiful. I reckon that's the catalyst for and most relations. And that's the next 55 years. So at the, at the, the 50-year wedding. the guy fucking gushing and buying the flowers and like, oh, whatever you want. I, I love, love you, love I love life. you because yep. you realised he had sex with five bikies behind the back <laughs> of a fucking and, shed. And it was only at the moment that he came that he realised he was like, I needed to know what the idea yeah, of yeah, losing yeah, yeah. this he, would be like in he, order to appreciate the true love. And as he ejaculated and then beat him and goes, I'm not a fucking fan, I'm not a gay boy, a fuck off, kind of bashed him within the of his life. No, I didn't even want my dick sucked, you fucking, you made me, you spiked me. Then he goes and buys flowers and then never tells her. Never. And then at the 50 Jubilee when she's shuffling around and knees are fucked, he's carrying around like a bag of sticks doing yep. the foxtrot. Yep flashback of him ejaculating into that bikey's mouth and that is basically what kept the glue together that yep. was the love that's it and maybe that's true love that's the lady in the tramp moment as the the noodle gets sucked in the mouth is that infidelity that crystallizes one person's commitment to go i can't be alone yes i can't be alone i fucked up so bad i fucking banged everyone <laughs> i went on that trip i i banged the fucking air hostess i banged the fucking baggage lady i banged a fucking ashtray on the way up. i reckon it's probably somewhat unlikely that it's the same guy who's banging everyone but i reckon it's it's the it's the the one fuck up with the secretary or the friend or whatever yeah and the guilt dude and, and then the and guilt the, destroys the guilt makes you them. obedient and then when they're mm. just um when they're walking past just burping in your face and you're like Oh, I'm just lucky. You. I'm lucky that she didn't find out about me, about the, the moment I went to Singapore and fucked every single contact point from takeoff to land. I fucked a fucking pot plant. <laughs> and then you can't blame it. You know what I like is though, like, it's very rare that they would do the one crime, but it's true because the Claremont serial killer did it. You only takes one fuck up and then you realize I'm going to lose. Because like, I didn't, I had worse though, because we didn't have infidelity. Mm. Which is the worst? Because I'm like, I just bored her out of the fo- I bored her out of the foxhole. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're you- getting bullets. We could have been safe. And she said, "I'd rather die free." You just went non-horny, right? Dude, I just felt so. We laid when, back to when, back. When was the last time you rooted? Me, I've rooted a lot, man. No, I've rooted. Wh- no, but when? Because because you're very non-horny. I'm just curious. As no, it- dude, I am horny. I just conceal it because I don't keep. <laughs> don't it- so, don't say that on the pod, man. You're uncancelable at the moment. I don't do horny. it as part of comedy scene because I I, I want to do well at comedy. Like I want. <laughs> I just think it's a dumb move to be like in there like sh- sh- waving around, your dick like around. A little piggy. I, it's just dumb, man. Because it's like it's not worth it. Like you can just bang outside. Like you don't need it uh, part of your brand. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because especially as a white guy. Almost every white guy I know comes with a bag of dirt around them. Oh, yeah. And I'm clank. I can guarantee you ask around. Like, <laughs> I'm asexual out there, hey. But because I'm smart. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's just not the move. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
I just think it's such a dumb move to be a mediocre comic like I am, mm. go to an open mic and then harass someone sexually in the green room. <laughs> <laughs> just seems like a dumb move. Wait, uh, so how long were you sleeping back to back for? Oh, dude, we used to do that with and both clutching knives. <laughs> in front I, of I you. had a baseball bat, <laughs> yeah, she had a yeah, knife. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, dude. We don't want to get drilling into this because I um how funny was it in my material? Because like I've now tried to let it go, mm. even though my life's been destroyed yeah. by her and what happened. By her. <laughs> You're really throwing a lot of blame. No, her, it's not her, her fault, but I'm saying like my life's destroyed. Yeah. I've been shot down from and the she, sky. She was a part of it. I was f- cruising in the clouds above all people like you, lowly scum shit. <laughs> and then she shot me down from an impossible position. I've fallen. I've hit ground earth and then go below it mm. but i'm saying now that i've let that go and realized look you clearly let it go when i tried to do that material in the show i couldn't do the divorce <laughs> bit anymore remember i was yelling yeah. she's my soulmate i want her back i'm not gonna do this bit anymore <laughs> yeah that was quite good flip it was very it was a good flip man because it's, it's quite a fun thing to a dumber comic would have just done the bit but it wasn't working and i realized because i've le- i've let go of my anger because you're still in love with her no I, well that's what i was saying on stage but i was saying like <laughs> because the anger was gone the divorce bit doesn't work anymore but you watch i'll try it tonight it won't work anymore because i'm so lazy and haven't written anything i've got that or shane hunter's bit so i've got or to make our two. bits you got those bits too There's we've got our them. bits i've got this new bit uh, about my Cheating. wife being pregnant having oh, sex yeah. with her yeah that's great, man. I picked it up. I don't know. It just came to just my... Came I to went you. to the circus, Dusty Circus, yeah. and the taxi back had a flash. <laughs> <laughs> I had this new idea. I don't actually have a partner or a pregnant wife, but I've got this idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was You Shook Me All Night Long. A little bit of akadaka for you there on your Thursday morning. Uh, you reckon uh, Brian Johnson like to fuck? Give us a call, 13 30 32. We're going to give a big shout out to Hank, Daniel Walker, RJ, Mike Post, Robert Lewis, Tom Swain, Max Ron, Badger Badger, Alex, Andrew Gray, Karanya Rose, Brody, Henry, Cedric, George, Dayton Lovecock, Ben Johnson, and Shane Wyman. Stay tuned. We've got Tom Swain on the phone in the next break telling us why he is in the doghouse this week but right now we're going to take you on a little journey you're listening to the locker room fm just a small town girl dude i love that because this is what i'm saying about thief comics yeah because i'll have like a bit on gst and then someone else does and i'm like they've never had a day job their parents give them money and i'm like it does piss me off when someone talks about paintballing in africa or how they saw their maid's pussy in the pool and then suddenly someone from um i just made that up but i'm saying someone from rockingham that hasn't lived in south africa is like oh i saw the maid's pussy in, in the pool <laughs> do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah these aren't <laughs> Dude, how good these are bed? not bits that are being stolen from you this is a great bit seeing the maid's pussy in a pool mm. that's a great in the album <laughs> <laughs> Wolfie has pneumonia I'm uh, really sick hey? real, Horrible it's a, Dude you know what the thing again. is This is really like um, grinding Because comedy pays so badly That you, there's no end Do you know what I mean Like when you're in Broking You're like Fuck I could buy a house in a few months Yeah This is just like Dude I'm gonna eventually be on Fucking cruise ships I can't make enough money <laughs> I'm like, I'm looking at the money you give me and I'm like, it's just a bag of shit. It's coupons and Ikea vouchers. I'm like, I need to be pulling in a hundred grand a month, man. Wolfie's making three grand a week and he hates it. He's furious. Dude, I'm just like, Sloss is, how much is he earning? Fucking hundred grand a month? 
More. More. Fuck. What do we? I'll say whatever he says. <laughs> Just tell me what his jokes are. I'll yell them out. Well, do you have any uh, have any family members? Dude, who you know died? what I actually do? You have any have any family members who died or early childhood trauma? I've had it all, dude. Yeah. Have you and thought of a Have you thought of a genius sort of dude, metaphor for uh, for relationships and? Oh, and what killing them? No. Yeah, look, it's like bingo. I, I'll take it all. Bingo. There we go. Instead of jigsaw, it's bingo. And you bingo. find you find out you don't have the last no bingo. bingo and this is it's my story because I realised to be a good comic. I have had to have trauma, so I tick off the boxes and go, haven't been molested yet, haven't lost a family member in a fire yet, and I'll, I'll give each anecdote about lighting the fucking garage up and burning my two kids so they can have a closer. <laughs> so I get my career. But you know what the thing is? Mm. What I need to do is reach out to someone like Sloss and see if I can do a DJ set of his, like Pendulum. <laughs> and I go like, you don't come this year. You train me up and I'll do your set. I was drinking. I have my carry, uh, my kilt with my fucking 90-inch dick yeah. hanging down. And then I can do his material about wanting to fucking strangle his, his wife. Uh, his <laughs> has friend was a rapist or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever his bits were. His rapist best friend. Yeah, yeah. Was that a bit? I'm not really watching. I love Sloss, though. He's one of my favourites. Yeah, I can tell. What do you mean, man? I, can tell. Is, I actually hung out with him fleetingly. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's actually a fucking funny cunt. Hey, mate, he's a good friend of yours, isn't no, he? No, well, he doesn't know he's me. Great, no, he's a great friend. I saw him. He, I met him at the Dumdum, and I was introduced for a minute. And I said, I like your Mickey Mouse top. And he was like, yeah. And then walked off. So yeah, we've had time. We've had we've had our combo. Oh man, you are the you are the saddest one. Of I us. said I like your Mickey Mouse thing, and he said, yeah. And then just walked off. You are the definitely. But the then on stage, he's all on all things to all people. Oh, muffin, talking muffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty, like, he's pretty uh, affable to me. Well, everyone's nice. To me, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, whatever, man, because you're doing your fucking uh, your sim- simulated festival. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you're, you're the one. What were we calling it? What were we calling it uh, when you, you dress up? Uh, cosplay? Cos- a cosplay festival. <laughs> We're, oh, come in, slossy. And then as soon as they get the five grand, you're fucking, you're like, oh, we're going out for drinks. And I'm like, not with you, you fucking nerd. <laughs> Go and fuck your sausage dog. <laughs> we're gone. Yeah. Where are your sausage dogs? Nice shirt, mate. Nice shirt. Where are your sausage dogs? <laughs> They're in Wollongong, man. It's not safe down there. That's a rough area. They'll be getting bad accents. I've, actually, they're picking they're up some bad habits. Their bark's different. I remember the first time uh, with uh, with that uh, that ex-girlfriend, we, we drove into Wollongong. Um, and man, it is... Did you cheat on her? No. It's pretty dilapidated in there. Like, it's Dude, horrible. you were too fast to say no. Well, it didn't. Sorry. Okay, let's ask again. Okay. I'm going to try to see if I can look at you pre-stick. You definitely did. I didn't. You did. I just didn't. That's why she got to keep the dogs. No. Uh, anyway, look, I know that we don't want to say this online, but his body language is definitely... <laughs> that he's they can ch- see my body language. Yeah, the he's definitely been fucking spraying seed around the garden, <laughs> hey? <laughs> well, I can't help that it missed. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Yeah, what were you saying? What, what was it before that where it's I tried to hijack very the combo? Dila- it's very dilapidated in Wollongong. Oh, Wollongong is a... But as you come into it, the first thing there is just this giant Mercedes dealership, and it's very, it's sort of a very um contrasting thing. Dude, is any... Because it's such a shithole and there's no good art, come from there which is crazy because there's so much pain in that city yeah what 
Who is, is there anyone who's come from Wollongong? Dude, I think that everyone's too lazy to go up that hill to get out of there. Like, there's Man, a big hill. It's that thing. It's like you're at the beach and you're like, this is fucking beautiful. And you turn around and you go, what the fuck? A steel oh, mill? Mate. A steel mill on the water. It's a steel mill with a view, brother. They <laughs> got you know giant the is, smoke grew- clouds coming out of the chimney stack. If you grew up, <laughs> it's great if you grew up a place like that because you're equipped for every environment. I do gigs now and they're sort of bikies and strippers and it's like, (laughs) it doesn't, it's just like being at a high school reunion. Like it's, yeah, and the thing is, because I was on the wrong side of some of these. But you had maids, man. You had maids. Because I was on the wrong side of some of these rougher guys, like, you're actually fine. Do you know, because what you realise, the tough crew didn't bash inside the tough crew. So if you're not in the tough crew, you're actually tougher than them. Because they, they all look out for each other. Oh, you're right, Wayne. And they whisper and, they, and then mm. they kick the shit out of the Chinese boy on a bike. Yeah. I'm like, that Chinese boy is actually tougher because he endures the assaults. Do you know what I mean? So like mm. actually being in the hands of like a working class bully group makes you probably even tougher than them because they don't really ever punch each other that much. But, you, you, know weren't, I mean? but you weren't bullied. No, but I mean, I still had rough fuckheads around. Of course. So now when I'm like at a gig and they go, oh, that's the head of the... Um, bikey guys i'm like oh yeah it just looks like that fuckhead that used to like throw rocks at the cars as we drove past or you know what i mean this is coming from the man that threw a shoe at a cat no a dog a little dude i used to sometimes when i had a bad day like kick a mirror off a car (laughs) on the way home what was the uh what what what's the thing you did in high school that makes you, if you remember it, it makes you feel fucking cold because you did something shit. No, nah, man, I don't know. If I had a bad day, I definitely used to ride with my bike and smash. Oh, no, I can't say this on the pod. You can. You, what, no, you, mate. You used to ride around fucking Perth and you smash a couple of karmas off. Who cares? No, well, like just windows and stuff. Okay, so just some just va- vandalism. I'm, I'm talking about the bullying. What? Oh, what's the worst thing I did? I think it was in primary school where I... I, I accidentally weed on a boy. Accidentally weed on I a boy. I turned weed all down his shirt and things. And then <laughs> he went and told the teacher I lied and said that he'd pissed himself. And there was no proof. And then he was like laughed at. And I hadn't actually meant to do it. It's because I had ADHD and I turned to talk to him. Probably to bully him. But what's wrong with your fucking head, you fucking sponge boy? And then I weed all on him. But then I think people thought that I'd done it like yeah. as like PK. You know, in the as PK. You know PK the movie, the South African one, where no. he gets weed on. No, I don't know the South Come African on, movie. Mate. I don't know your weird South African references. No, 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 no. You, PK, PK. I don't think that this is gonna track with me. No, you'll definitely know PK. Dude, we can never get these references quick enough. You don't know what most of the references are. You don't know when I ask you about a movie that's been released ever. You can't name one. He's coming up with, like, trope What's ideas. What's the price? The Power of One. I the, know the... I've seen the, the Power of One. I've seen the cover of the book. Bryce Courtney. I've seen the cover of the book. That's South oh, Africa. Oh, look, and Power of One... Uh, Movie sales, 20 million. We had another suggestion for that, by the way. Um, I made that up, but that would have been good if I'd beat you. Power of One had been the movie that had uh, box office sales at 20 mil. Sean said The Disaster Artist is an example of a movie that hadn't grossed more than 45 million. Um, But I would would like to make this comparison. What was Borat 2? That would have gone big. Just wait, just wait. Brewster's... We're not talking about ones that have gone big. You've forgotten the whole premise. I think Borat 2 I heard was shit. Oh, that's fine. Anyway, um... Shut up. Yeah. Brewster, Brewster's Millions, right? $20 million budget, grossed $45 million, And The Disaster Artist, only a, ten, <laughs> only a $10 million budget and grossed 30 
So that's that's three. That's a multiple of three compared to a multiple of dude. How less quickly does the the general public? So fuck you, Sean. <laughs> how quickly does the general public work out that a movie's bad? Because surely you could just have a table read with like Russell Crowe. Brad Pitt, Nicole, present table read. And it's just basically one fucking, our little shit camera filming them reading. Oh, get away from me, you bad, bad man. And it's like, I hate you, my baby. And then it's just, that's the movie. There's no production. Roll credits. And it's like, budget, (laughs) $30,000. And we, it took... 33 million before people worked out it was an absolute scam. Like, does you think it feedbacks immediately? Because you would get everyone at each theater, they'd go, Tom Cruise presents table class. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Can Because yeah. I know, like, coming to America, the second one's meant to be shit. Yeah. They're just copying the first one. They just look older. It was like Clerks 2. Yeah, it was depressing. Fucking, uh, like, the, the Ace Ventura. How Ace bad Ventura was Clerks 2, a, dude? Jim Carrey. Did you watch Clerks 2? I mean, no, I, I see Clerks 2 has the redeeming quality of the Goodbye Horses parody scene. Oh, man, but it's it's just unwatchable because they, they, they try to... I'm flying over you. You know what the... Oh man, I'm not liking this. Hey, what? but I'll t- I'll tell you. Did you have um? You're not liking what? You singing? It makes me fucking cringe, it's man. It's a great I, song. What about um? What about Friends <laughs> reunion? Friends reunion. Well, I was I felt duped by that because it's not it's it's not an episode. It's just them talking about friends. You, this is w- what I would like to see, right? With uh. Because they, they they have a bit of it like on the uh, the old at least the old box set that I had at Friends had. Uh, Did you buy Friends? Did you like Friends? I liked Friends. Yeah, my you know, but my mother watched it. Like so, it was. Fuck, all, I hated it. It was always on. <sighs> I still like it, but yeah. like Seinfeld's an, an objectively better show. Oh, it's better, man. Curb's the best. Of course, yeah, I know. But we're t- if we're talking about like those, like yeah, yeah, like because obviously Seinfeld and they made Friends. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, but I, I still, I can still sit there and Cosby enjoy it. Cosby Show was alright. I can still enjoy it, but it's like it's always weird to me because like I, th- I feel like people get on their high horse about something like Friends, but then in the next breath they're like, oh, oh, I love The Office, the US version. Oh yeah, and you're yeah like, that's, that's the dumb. fucking. It's like yeah, it's 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 sort of mindless. Like sometimes it's funny and you like it's very tropey. Like the whole fucking. Uh, romantic arc, arc of it, you know exactly Dude, where but it's I, going, I but do it's like, still comfortable to watch. I do like the comeuppance because they come back, and then everyone's so nostalgic. Oh, friends, Chandler's back after being a drug addict, fucking junkie for like twenty years or whatever he's well, done since season four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then they come back, <laughs> and then um, Pills. during their catch up, they they because when they're seen on the street, everyone's like Chandler. But then when they're interviewed and you see these sad fucking washed up turds and then I feel like during the interview the the hearts drop and they would notice a drop off now when they're on the streets. No one would be like, Chandler, they'd be like, Oh yeah, he's old news, man. Do you know it almost cements their funeral? Like it's meant to redeem their brand, but in many ways it makes you realise, oh, they're really old and, and lame now. I what a loser. Like, look at that fucking, how are you doing? I'm like, you should be, how are you doing? You look like you're going to be dead in a month, man. Well, I think we should break it down, right? Because, uh, how are you doing? I'm very sick from old age. <laughs> you've got, um, uh, who, who do we have in there? Obviously, uh, Jennifer Aniston. Fine. She, she hasn't aged. It's crazy. Yeah. Because of the alien's blood and the deal with Satan. Yeah, yeah. So Jen- Jennifer Aniston's done movies. She's fine. Courtney Cox had Cougar Town. That was fucking She huge. did, but she had a bit of a... Uh, I mean, she got uh, 
physically assaulted by a plastic surgeon at some point in her face. <laughs> <laughs> so she should be pressing charges about what happened to her face. But Lisa, yeah. Lisa Kudrow has made a couple of HBO things and they're like, they're, they're not they're not huge Oh, and she had makers. her famous song, Smelly Cat. That's... Which is what... That it, is just from y- Friends. You know, imagine every time you saw her, you'd be like, Smelly Cat, <laughs> Smelly Pussy. Why are you smelly? Lisa's Pussy, Lisa's Pussy. But she, well, yeah, go on. she's done some. She's done some like, uh, like even if they weren't making stacks of cash, they were like artistically. I feel like they had she some had um, that the 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 therapy. No, thing. the two girls that went to the reunion. That was sick. Good movie. Um, that's a really good uh, chick oh, flick. Really cool. Yeah, I kind of know the. I, I I remember Ish the one you mean. Um, Ramon Raymond and Ramon go back to school or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. She, and, and she's done a few movies. Uh, Matt LeBlanc. Like Joey was a fucking massive failure, but he did get Top Gear in the end and episodes, which is pretty good. Did he really? What Top Gear? The driving show? Yeah, so he's on Top Gear, man. He's a big car dude. A really yeah, big after, car. Yeah, after um that guy from the UK got cancelled. Uh, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Romy yeah. and Michelle's high school reunion. Yeah, yeah. That's a great movie. He. That's actually that's probably better than anything she did on Friends. That was fucking sick. Yeah, I'm just remembering that movie. That I, movie I've was actually. I'm not seeing it to comment. You know how much it grossed? I know. 25 million at the box office. Another example <laughs> of my point. <laughs> another one of her examples. The the list continues. And you couldn't even remember the name of it, which was my. Well, point. dude, I don't remember any names. I just remember. Oh, that. what year was it released? Um, this is not. This is not important, dude. This is now movie trivia. And coming up next, we talk about the latest pre- Predator movie released by Tarantino in 1974. <laughs> Does it stack up by current standards? Matthew per- Perry, who I thought was sort of the um... 1997. That's too old, man. What do you mean? That's a few weeks ago. Fuck off. The the. Uh... Because like Ch- Chandler was one of the, it was Chandler and Ross were the two. Most Do you know what I like about there. Matthew Perry? He's done nothing. He's well, Chandler, and you know what he does? He lives in um, Malibu in a beach house, three mm, levels, mm. and just stares out on drugs. And he's done that for about thirty years. Well, because I think he had the most interesting things that didn't pan out. Well, the thing that Do you was know annoying, what I mean? The thing you, annoying like, about did, him. Did you ever watch Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip? No, mate. It's like, uh, you know Aaron Sorkin, The West Wing, all that stuff? Yeah. It was like a, a, a sort of West Wing, but it's like a Saturday Night Live show. Really, oh, mate, really fucking good be, cool. Because you know what the thing is? He was like um, Joey from Full House because like they got given all the funny lines. They started getting big up as a comedian, but they had no comedic chop. Like they're not a proper comedian. What fucked Chandler and Joey from Full House is they should have hired an actual fucking comedian that was good and then they would have been able to translate it because they could have been they funny did, on that show they didn't do any and then comedy. funny later. But Chandler, they go like, hey, we need a comedian guy, but because of these fuckhead execs, they don't go to Comedy Lounge and save some poor bastard that now works on the docks or had to quit comedy. They go, let's get this theatre arts prick from fucking <laughs> theatre school to pretend to be funny and we'll give him all the lines. I'm but like, he's not a comedian. There's no, he's, he's not comedy adjacent at no, all. No, but Chandler on Friends is meant to be funny, right? He's meant to be a stand-up type. No, he's not. A, he just does he's funny like, what lines. what are you talking about, Monica? You would like sucking on that vacuum. That's probably something else you would want to suck on, wouldn't you? You fucking dirt bitch. Oh, I remember bitch. that episode, the one where, he, where, where he Chandler gets cancelled. He goes, "Oh, why do they call it a, a blowjob machine?" <laughs> the one where Chan- Chandler does a sexual assault. Oh, mate, where, where uh, Joey walks in and Chandler's got his dick in the vacuum. But they didn't. But it's not like later he was trying to do. Uh, c- 
like comedy or, or or even even comedic roles. Like that that fucking Studio Sixty on the Sunset Strip is not a Did comedic you, role. You know what? The one they never do challenging stuff. What they need is like Friends, and then someone gets psychopathic or sociopathic, and it's like they have a bipolar break. Mm. Do you know? And you come in and um. Joey's cutting up bread with a knife on a fucking bed. Do you know what I mean? And then he runs past naked and they're like, he's been caught in the park trying to fucking stab squirrels or, do you know what I mean? And they're like, what's going on with Joey? And you just see him run past the screen <laughs> with foaming. But they never show someone slowly getting weird. And then how good would it be if at the end it was like Dharma? Dharma, the the bit you did Jerry earlier. Jerry Dharma and Greg. Where eventually Joey's arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like, and they're like, "What did you do, Joey?" And he's like, "I don't know. I don't know what happened. I, I, I went, I went crazy." And like, <laughs> but it's slowly fun. People are dating him, and eventually, like, he won't come out of the room, and he becomes dark. Like tr- truly psychotic. Yeah. yeah, but they never, they've never had a dark character. Someone going unhinged. No. It's always like, oh, Chandler was meant to be at the restaurant, and if it didn't get there, now they're not going to get married because she's flying to Chicago. Never coming back. He was gonna get a taxi, but he got his. He couldn't get his watch, and he lost that. And then he raced to the airport, and she'd flown off. And then you know, then she fucked someone on the plane and kept it a secret, or whatever yeah. you said. Yeah, Your I'm, trying, I'm, I'm trying to think about one where they like, uh, like a uh, um, <laughs> where someone went mental, like a Breaking Bad, but where they actually broke down and the it didn't just change the character, it like changed the tone. Well, of that's the whole what I was saying. Show. It would be nice to have like a, a Friends. And then one of the lovable characters clearly goes depraved and I they're getting more and more dark and mean shit. And you're like, how are you going, Monica? And she goes, I'd be better fucking hanging from a tree if I'm honest. <laughs> and you're like, are you joking? And she goes like, I'm fucking self-harming and runs off. Do you think that they might be too scared to do that after the like oh, you Seinfeld know thing? You know what they do? They won't do anything risky. All they do is look at the box of cereal and write the ingredients exactly as they saw for they're, the Fruit the, Loops. They've done so much. Like you, you're saying oh, that there's do they no write risky anything television. Clever? This is all they write. Like white male, middle are you, class are you male, about just female. Si- are you just talking about sitcoms? I feel like sitcoms, that's why they died because it was so formulaic. It was mm. like... Okay, they didn't even write names or th- ideas. It was like one white male, one Asian, gay, a gay neighbor. Do you know? And they yeah. worked out, okay, if we put gay neighbor with fat cop and then one Asian dog, do you know what I mean? And it was like they, 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 they were just almost doing it like variables. Like, and a, they'd go yeah, like, like a fucking big go, okay, we got cheers. Yeah. Let's do gay cheers. Do you know? We've got fucking, we've got this. Mad Let's Libs TV writing. Yeah, but yeah. it was sort of like connect the dots. And then the same stories every week. He's cheating at school. They've sucked a dick. Because it's not like they haven't had boundary-pushing shows. Like the, the, like the Sopranos, it was like they uh, – uh, what's his fucking name? Is it David Chase or did David Chase do uh, House? I think it's David Chase. Uh, the, for, for Sopranos, like all the pushback from HBO going like, you can't have Tony kill someone. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. In the first season, he's like, it's like the third or fourth episode where Tony kills someone on screen, and they're like, no, 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 you can't do that. And he's like, oh well, it's gonna happen, dude. You can that ca- was such a good show, want. man. Even the intro, I, ne- I never skipped it. I loved it. Oh god, this morning. Oh man, Alabama three driving through, and then um, fucking great. But it, it had an impact on you because I remember him early episodes beating the shit out of someone out the front of the. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's the first episode. He runs yeah. a guy down with his car and beats the and shit out of him. And then I was like, that actually near, changed near his kids' school. It changed my relationship with violence, and that's when I and realized. Your, and your daughter. 
And that was when I realised, do you know, if my Uber driver was running late, maybe have a dig at the car. <laughs> Why not? But don't, but don't, but you get what I mean though, right? Like that was, that was at least, like they have pushed oh, dude, boundaries. Look, I'm not talking. And Game of Thrones, like I know people fucking hate the end and all that shit, but like, like what, what other team, I guess the wire, the wire in Game of Thrones, they'll go through and, and some and episodes. And Dexter, Dexter was pushing. No, Dexter sucked. But you know what but, I love? But you, but go, man, it would be like the middle of. Dexter the, was all right until the end. It'd be the middle of like a season and they'd just kill off a main character and you'd be. What oh yeah, that fuck? was crazy. Like, that was crazy because you got used to it. But I was saying Dexter was good, I thought, but until the end, where he ba- basically surfed a giant wave, and it was. Do you remember he paddled no, out? I, I couldn't watch it. It was one of the worst endings ever. It was virtually him, like you know, one of those mini sort of micro videos where it's a guy surfing, and he was on the the great storm, was where he's lost. But um. Yeah, yeah, dude. They have pushed the boundaries in some, but you know what I want but in the one sitcoms, ending. sitcoms, you're right. Like, there's no, there's no weird genre-breaking sitcom. This is my dream for a funny sitcom. Is the final ending is you knock on a door and it's the writers' room and like we're out of material. Do you know what I mean? You break the barrier. And it's time for going, dude, we didn't get our script. And they're like, it's over. We've run out of ideas. And it's like Larry and them sitting around. That's enough. I can't fucking think of any stupid ideas. And then they roll the credits and they all laugh. Wouldn't that be funny, man? That would be good. Break the fourth wall. And it's like Dexter walks through a room and it's a writer's room going like, Take a fucking hint, cunt. The show's over. Do you well, know that, what I mean? Man, that's why Curb Your Enthusiasm is so good because Larry will just not make episodes until he wants to make episodes. Do you know all his eps are like just ideas? A kid stole a ball. And then they and improv dad it, it. And then it's all improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like when they had Tropo, they had a funding here because I'm lazy. I said like, yeah, I want to make one. And they said, what's your storyline plot? I said like... Um, I'll just give you ideas and then riff around them. <laughs> like, that's all because I was lazy. They submitted it. Because I have no profile. They're like, no, we don't like that at all. <laughs> I was like, you were like, I could be the Larry Day. I'm like, I can of do Australia. it. I yeah. said, well, look, we'll just say I've gone to the shops, couldn't get gum, whatever. I'll fucking make it funny. And they go, we need the script. I'm like, fuck the script. Just give me cameras. We'll just do shit. I'll rob him if you want us, you know, we'll have, give it to me. Give it to me, old bag. So then they just do whatever. But you know, it's actually the real way to be funny because when you write all your funny stuff, mm. you just wrote it in the moment. It's the replication that makes it worse. I can tie this back actually because what we were talking about with the with the friends thing and Matthew Perry because yeah. I remember this, like I was saying with that box set, right? Like the, yeah, it, yeah. It was, there's so so much behind the scenes stuff in there um, and uh, man, they showed plenty of times uh, the writers coming to Matthew Perry for Chandler going like, like what do you think and like he walk, like because he had been with the character for so long he knew he knew he, he could, would say I reckon we should go and get in a fucking eight ball yeah and we should really no, we, I, <laughs> I, I, I reckon I, may, imagine if he starts writing the character what about if the character started doing drugs on camera what if the character camera? had a skiing accident and got addicted to Percocets <laughs> and, like, and then I could play real me <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like small things like, like there's a small bit where he's uh like he like the writers are just with him and he's working working lines and they, he comes up with one and they're like oh yeah that, that, Dude, that, that well, actually I works did well hear that like um people talking about like even hugh grant that's such a bumbling turd mm. but like how much back work he does like so if he's looking at a script and it's like i oh, use a comb he's like why would he use a comb how mm. long's he got the comb what's his mum did his mum give him that comb oh he got that comb from his 18th from his granddad mm. so he's got one line going pass me my comb yeah this idiot 
has knows that it's a fucking family comb <laughs> that he, if he lost it you know what i mean yeah, they're like that it's deep into method. character method. it's so method yeah. but, but like but, but my point was but like, i'm saying how much do you think they normally add because i reckon chandler added 30 lines over the whole time he was there because he's so dumb i reckon in the uh, i reckon in the first two seasons fucking nothing and then probably for the next eight seconds i reckon it would have gone from like five percent Maybe up to ten percent, dude. Uh, you know what I love about it? You claim he claims that he's giving feedback, but the drugs were affecting his ability to me- remember. He doesn't lines. remember the majority of the like from season That's four to season so seven. He goes, can we just improv you, it? You can see him, and he go. He gets in season four. He looks like a fucking stick, and then he goes to rehab, and in season seven, he's like a healthy sized person. Dude, because that, that sort so of thing he's saying to the writer, different. he goes, can I just improv a lot of this? He's <laughs> fucking been up all night <laughs> snorting lines in a bedroom, and he's like, how about I just like say whatever I feel? <laughs> Why have you got that smelly cat in the house? But they're also, I think, uh, they're like, because they're, they're, all, they're all pretty decent act. I mean, I mean, David Schwimmer, like fucking Bandit Brothers, he's fucking great in Wasn't that. Wasn't he in like uh, Saving Private Ryan? He was good in that. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I, I, he was definitely in Band of Brothers. Dude, you know what I love? It's like, it's such a big deal to be in a movie because like, I know comedians in Australia that were just extras and still talk about it. Oh, they go yeah. in that first dance scene and they're like, you remember, you, you remember in Saving Private Ryan, dead corpse number four on the ground? Yeah, I lay in mud for 18 hours for a hot dog. Are you, talk, are you talking about silver? Yeah, yeah the <laughs> silver. But it, they, they have their story and go like, what did you get? And we go, we got free pizza. And we're out there. <laughs> We lay in a movie studio and they threw mud and water on my head and yelled, you good for nothing, fuck. But man, I am, um, it would be amazing to have done something, do you know, because we all mock them, but none of us have. I've been in a few ads. Mm. Do you know how bad really? that is? Been in, what ads have you been Some in? Some Netflix ads and like a fucking... Uh, Beyond uh, Blue. No, no, the drinking place, BWS. Of course. They go, I'm Wolfie, get drunk. Like, it was almost like, <laughs> I was sweating and drunk. They go, I'm Wolfie, free fucking carton for any cunt that wants to get drunk. But I reckon you can do ads if they're uh, cool. Like, it's pretty good if you're in there going like, who doesn't like cracking a can down with your missus? Do you know what I mean? Like, or it's barbecue shit. Yeah. Or fighting shit. Being, being fun or obscure. Banking stuff, you better bad. be dressed as a mascot so they can't see your head. <laughs> yeah. KFC, food's fine because everyone drinks it hungover, mm. so no one cares. Mm. Cars is starting to push it. Yeah. Because it's slimy business then. But that man, but that re- that friends reunion thing, it was like, I thought it was going to be an episode, but it's not. It's just f- the fucking six of them. Talking about France. But then why not have the thing that I thought would actually be interesting? Because they must have fucking hundreds of hours of it. Is what, like, the raw taping of the episodes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's, like, a cool behind the scenes. Like, you're seeing the sort of creation Dude, and then, of no, the It's thing. always positive PR spin. Because there would have been days when, like, um, Chandler came in with pink eye. Or, you know, like, he's got a fucking... You know, he's got like a coal or... Or he's got the sweats because he's out of Vicodin. Yeah, that's what I'm saying to you. Like, there'd be great footage of him where like he comes out and says, oh, sorry, guys, don't use that toilet. (laughs) 
I've been up for 14 days. <laughs> or him going like, you know, pink eye, the, all the... Yeah, what's conjunctivitis. He's got conjunctivitis, so mm. they have to, he has to wear sunnies that whole episode because his, yeah, from passing his eyes out are glued and out. And they're like, how did you get that? In a outside the studio in Burbank. And he said, <laughs> I passed out with my head up my own ass <laughs> in a dustbin. Man, pink eye is such an embarrassing thing to get because you know that they've had their hands in shit and then yeah, yeah, their totally. eyes. It means like you basically... Scratch your bottom and touch your eye. It's <laughs> the most likely way. Fuck. <laughs> and it's, it, it's sort of like hickeys, which means like you're overly mm. petty. You or know? you've been doing 60 You know, when you're like, how was your night? And you got all hickeys and you're like, yeah, I met some needy idiot. You reckon just... you, can probably get, you can probably get pink eye from a 69, right? You can get pink eye from any. I think I've heard of people getting like poo in their, their willy from the, from... Bum bum from bum bum. <laughs> I'm trying to use all like. I mean, how references. can you not get poo in your willy from doing bum bum? But you can get um, you can get an infection from that. Well, I mean, what kind of dirty fuck is doing bum bum and then not like going washing. for a wee and washing themselves Dude, out? Dude, every get... time I do bum bum, I get a little pipe cleaner and I put it all the do way you really? up. Really? Yeah, the whole way up. You get the girl to suck out the poo. No, no, pipe cleaner first, then she does. She sucks. Ah, oh, we're getting. We've turned it into a, a boys. Welcome to the yeah, boys. boys it's all the bloody, it's all bloody like, oh, mate, mate, oh, I like. I like lying on top, so <laughs> they can't move. <laughs> That's right, guys. You're listening to the Howard Stern oh, Show. Oh, mate, you pin them down and you hold. It's Trevor Muzzer and Whipsy here Whipsy. on the. On, oh, me missus wouldn't shut up all weekend. <laughs> the bitch go and hang some washing. That's you right. Bitch. You're listening to. The Rock FM. We got some great locker room talk for you this morning as we delve oh, deep mate. into when was the last time you got pink eye and how much poo poo did you get up your bum bum? Oh mate, we've got it. My missus, she bleeds once a month after I fucking slap her around. <laughs> <laughs> Call us now on 13 36 with why you're in the doghouse for being a fucking bad boy this weekend. Oh, Ju- hot justi- dogs. Justify your infidelity. Anyway, up next, it's ACTC again. Oh, <laughs> dude, yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so it's like it's been a long journey out here in Brisbane. I don't know, like, because it's been two days. I man. don't feel like you don't project your life forward because I'm going all right. I've got enough money to survive, but I always plan like ten years ahead. I'm like, this is dire. I'm fucked. Do you know what I mean? I need. Like, you, 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 I see you living in this house. Wait, you're no, cheating wait, 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 yeah. And then I look at your life and I'm saying, I want to kill you as well. Just put you out of your misery. But I want to do the same thing. We're in the same boat, man. Do you want to do this forever? Running rooms? No, I want, I want to die. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We're in the same thing. Because I'm saying, what I'm saying, as soon as I look too far forward, I'm overwhelmed at like, oh, my God. What the fuck has happened to my life? <laughs> don't you think? Yeah. Well, don't you just get that feeling like, man. I'll just pay my tax bill, like I'll clear all my debt and then I'll just fucking walk off, take a long walk off a tall building. Yeah, man, I'm different. I'm saying, let me get some personal loans. Let me owe a lot of money to a lot of people and then walk off that cliff. You got this sort of like uh, this drive to like wrap things up. You're like, I'll just do this and this. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sort of like (laughs) just tie up some loose ends before you go. Before you tie up your own loose end. That is right, man. Because I don't know if I'd write a note, man. (laughs) 
So no one told you life was gonna be this gay. You want a bit of mystery? I would write a long note with a lot of people's names in there that I was not very close to. Would you? You would have a vengeance. I think um, we had a family friend that did it, and then she wrote like a vengeful note, everything she hated about her mum, sister, and then and then and you know she she gave the money to the dog. So the mum owned half the house with her, and rather than inherit, like she gave it to the dog, a dog's refuge or some shit. So it made it really weird. And eventually the refuge, so the mum would have had to lose the house. And eventually the refuge agreed to say, look, we won't cash it in until you die. So mum is now trapped in a shithole in Whitford's or some, or uh, not in some shithole in uh, Perth, but out of spite. The, the, the mum who had raised her and helped her, she was like, fuck you. You're the reason I didn't become a fucking dancer. And then like did it to an animal shelter. Yeah. And that was the guy that I was talking about. In so my- now, wait, now the mum's sort of owned by the animal shelter. Yeah, effectively like the shelter could call in any moment and go like, oh, oh. <laughs> We've had a hundred. It's just a dog on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> we've had a hundred and one Dalmatians what, arrive. What's that, Lassie? You need us to claw back the house, dude. You know what I would do is turn, we have to foreclose. I'd be like, bad news. We're turning half of your house into a kennel. <laughs> I'm like, you better, you better get some earplugs. You live in a kennel now. But dude, this was the guy that I was talking about that would um. <laughs> he would come when we first arrived to Australia. We stayed like the distant family. Mm. We arrived. Oh, this is Pendulum's house. No, no, it wasn't this. But they had the backyard, <laughs> and in Australia, you know the ones with no lawn. It was just dirt, and they're like, "Why yeah. would you pave it?" And they got a, a lawnmower. <laughs> uh, I mean, a, a barbecue. And I'm like, "This guy is a fuckhead." And he he collected beer coasters all on the wall, like you know from shitty pubs, oh and he glued them on God. the wall. Dude, I love that. I love. What's better than that? You go into someone's place and they've got like cans stacked up. Oh, dude, and, and you're he, like, what are these for? And they're like, had, I just a, want everyone to know how much I drank. He had it in his own his own bar, and this is where I'm lying on an inflatable mattress, having had a maid living well. And I'm like, an inflatable. <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling like I'm living on the set of oh, Crocodile wait, so Dundee. Wait, so, so you've moved you've moved to Perth from South Africa, and I'm you've like, and, and you've like moved with some family friends, and they've done that classic thing where it's like, well, uh, you'll be Andrew, you'll be down in the rumpus yes. room, and it's a fucking it's a full bar, dude, and it's a bar and, with yeah, like yeah, things yeah. on. It. I remember staring at it vividly, going like, oh, we're a long way from home, Toto. Like this place is culturally <laughs> fucking grating. And then he didn't have a job and he was exactly what I was saying on stage. He mm. was always like, you'd ring his phone and it would be like, you've you've reached Alan Gilbride Enterprises. I'm probably right now cruising on my private jet, taking deals, making money. I'm, I'm a big success where I come from. I'm probably on the yacht right now, sipping wine. Please leave a message after the beep and my secretary will get back to you. Alan Gilbride Enterprises. Beep. And it was like this fucking two-hour message. He didn't have a job. He just lay around the house drinking. And then he did what I said in my stand-up. He was going to – it was an actually a Mr. Whippy. He got an unlicensed Mr. Whippy. Really? Day one, he was like – he was like, this is so good. He drove it down. He goes, how good's this? He just parked across the street from schools. He parked an unregistered ice cream van outside cream of van. school. Mr. Whippy – He's got this, he's 60, he's got slick hair, looks like a pedophile, sat out the front of a Yokine or one of the primary schools. Kids ran across the street, which was quite busy traffic, (laughs) to buy ice creams. Within about 45 minutes, he was fucking pushed forward and and given like a citation in order to move on, (laughs) cease and desist. And then for a year and a half, I saw that Mr. Whippy van gathering dust. 
down the side of his thing. That was the last of his money, probably his super money. And then his wife left him shortly after that because he had hit his peak. The, the family split apart. The, the, the mum moved in with the daughter. Wait, wait, who got the bear coasters? I think they were left on there because they were probably glued too much. The house was foreclosed on. He moved into state housing. And really? he, he, we used to see him every year and he'd give you – all he had at that point was cricket scores. So he'd be like, West Indies versus uh, Madras, 1960. Six love, oh. one love, six uh, – Lankra, 100 runs to start oh. the innings. And I'd be like, what are you talking about, you fucking weirdo? Well, wait, like what, what did he do before, um, before it all went to shit? He ran – Alan Gilbride Enterprises <laughs> what was Alan Gilbride Enterprises It was a fabrication of but this how did he get the how did he get the rumpus in, room? In Zimbabwe he was uh, a marketing, but the standard there's low. Uh, so okay. if you're white you're in charge of something. Right. In, in so, so he he made he made his Zimbabwe money and then he, he came took over Zimbabwe here. money, he brought fucking, At, fucking he converted brought eighteen wheelbarrows of it and converted it into twelve dollars. He, he brought his monopoly money over here. His monopoly money and bought a plastic house in wherever. It wasn't mm. a great area. Yeah. But then she left and then the daughter was so angry. And I remember I used to go there once a year and both kids bullied me. Like they hated me because I was a loud mouth. This is a good. This is a good vengeance. Story I was a loud mate, so I would have definitely say, deserved it. I'd right? be saying stuff to them like, "Why doesn't your dad work? <laughs> <laughs> Why doesn't he stop collecting beer coasters and fucking draw up a CV?" <laughs> Hot tip: Alan uh, Girlbride Enterprises is actually known as Centrelink. You fucking cunts. But anyway, they um he. Then his daughter took her life and then gave mm. the, the the inherited money to... The animal shelter. To 101 Dalmatian <laughs> Animal Soul Shelter. <laughs> and then she wrote... What the whole bit was, she wrote a heinous letter that they read and they were like... They said, when I saw it, I ripped it up at the throat. She's, she had a fucking poison in her mind. Like, just saying, like, yeah. you losing cunt with your... My Andrew Wolf told me it was Centrelink, not fucking Gilbride Enterprises. <laughs> he told me that you're a loser. And um, so that was the story of the spiteful suicide, which I've never seen because normally you go like, I could have been great. Normally you do it the other way. Yeah, if you hadn't thwarted me, I wish I'd pursued my music. Yeah. But no, you pushed me into bank work and I had a voice of an angel. I used to sing Caroline at fucking RSLs. And they, Sweet Caroline. And Fat Jeff bum, said, bum, said I was amazing bum. as he tucked his boner into his fucking front of his jeans. <laughs> said I had a voice of an angel as he tried to like grope my titty in the pokey, pokey <laughs> hall. You're a beautiful singer. Once I make money, I'll fucking print a CV for you, Cheryl. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the, 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 the death. And rest in peace to that girl. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hope she's doing... I, I, what's that? There must be some heaven song. Uh, there's stairway to heaven. There's you, heaven no, is a place no, on earth. Oh, heaven is a place on earth. It's yeah. It's not my daddy's basement. <laughs> just causes <laughs> her. The rumpus room with bear coasters. Yeah, man. So that was the story. But you man, said you would leave a note. You would name thing. all the thing. I'd leave a weird mystery with numbers. Donkey seven seven. Oh, I would plus definitely. Plus this, and it'd be a cryptic clue, and they'd yeah. eventually realise it's a it's a menu item from the McDonald's <laughs> breakfast menu and they go like we've worked it out we paid a hundred grand to work out the the code and it's uh he wanted hotcakes you know or McDonald's you know imagine if it was a a, a big 
red herring that you give them a cryptic crossword it's a, a red great, herring it'd be a great move to go on like a, a, a world adventure and then you just uh, you have uh, oh like the geocaching thing you put these little boxes in and you just uh, your, your, your note that you leave when you when you finally do kick the chair out it's just the GPS coordinates for the first box and you send you send oh. your family on a wild goose chase and they spend thousands of dollars saying there must be something and then they get to the last one and it's like it's just I don't know like a rock it's a rock with a face drawn on Dude, it why do you think like why do you think people get buried because you don't see them they rot immediately why don't they just taxidermy these people we've so talked, you can have we, them we, we've talked about the the uh, mummification well thing, how right? cool would it be like right now you miss your nan you can see her staring at you I with, know. A, cat, There's a, little, a, with a, tex- a taxidermy cat and you're like there's nana it's weird because it, and you know what they probably like that for the last the last 20 years of their life they're pretty much like that anyway nothing's changed yeah they're sitting in the, they're stopped, in the living room she stopped farting in the lounge and knitting now. something knitting a, knitting back a scarf back in the day she used to fart now she's at least clean skin <laughs> <laughs> sits there quietly they are very pedantic in particular I, it seems like uh, the thing they want to avoid the most is having the bodies uh, not either be on fire or under the ground That's, those are your two options but I want mine in a in a box dude I want in mine the uh, what, what about like putting them into different positions? Like you'd get your nan and um and your grandpa into a Kama Sutra sort of position. <laughs> Don't you think that'd be good? So the skeleton's like this. he's doing her doggy, and you're like rest in peace, <laughs> you filthy mongrels. But I they don't um, let you do the taxidermy. Which I've I think heard is very a year a year or two later. We've already done this in the pod that it's heinous. If you dig it up, there's water in there and no, it's rotten. Yeah, of, of course it's heinous, but that's because they're putting them under the under the and ground. And they're filled in the box. with worms. They're, yeah, it's in a box under the earth. Like we're talking about, like a hermetically sealed, uh, uh, like sarcophagus or like a a box that you can look into. It's like a it's, yeah. It's it's it's, it's, it's it's impenetrable glass. But do you know what the thing is? It's this idea that people, you have a legacy or they want to visit you. I'm alive and people still don't come to see me. Like I'm actually talking. <laughs> Someone could come and have a beer with me. No one reaches out to me ever. There's a real I'm call like, for help. So, so what chance is someone coming to my fucking grave? Like, do you know what I mean? When even here, I could buy them a drink or they buy me a drink, I rip them off. Exactly. But I'm saying to you, what chance in this world is, am I going to be buried in a hole somewhere so and you, anyone's going to bother to fucking come so see me? So you don't make yourself, you don't put yourself somewhere where people have to go to see. You put, you make yourself something that they would have to get rid of. That's a, it's way Dude, harder to throw out a body than it is. You need to be buried somewhere where everyone has to see you. So it's on the way to their work. Like you're like, in uh, the CBD. That would be good. If you could sort of orchestrate like a, a blood eagling of yourself off the side of like uh, the Westpac building in Brisbane. And so you, you, <laughs> you, you got your hands out and you jump off and it's just you, you, as you, as you fall, you just shredded in half and you're oh, display, on display for everybody. That's good to or be buried. Over, over there, over the M. One that would be another good Dude, way. Do you know to what go. I'd like? Bloody is cooled over the M1, dripping onto cars. You hate someone and they go like, "Wait, where, where, where are you burying your uncle or this guy that's think you bury him at, at his place of employment?" <laughs> <laughs> he lives oh, forty he years. Loved, he loved boost juice. I'm like, let's not die. He loved the bank and go and sprinkle his fucking ass <laughs> into a cubicle. <laughs> That's so funny. And they go, where did you bury your uncle? And I'm like, at the job he hated. <laughs> That's so good. No one thought to do that. I want to be buried at H&R Block in a fucking back cubicle in one of the waste bins. 
Man, those H and R block cubicles are pretty fucking depressing, aren't Dude, they? Dude, the thing is, the problem with H and R block, it's such low level tax that it's mm. pure data entry because it's like a hairdresser earns twelve dollars. Mm. She has two fucking bobby pins and a <laughs> pair of scissors, and they're like, oh, it's you know, it's touching guys. You're gonna have to leave it with me for an hour. I don't know if bobby pins are deductible, but it's all fucking in a reference guide. Mm. But these guys go like, leave. Ooh, tricky one. How do you, do you have some rusted scissors? Tricky one. I'll have to give it a think. It's gonna be three hundred dollars this one. It's a challenging one <laughs> because you used the scissors once at a fucking uh, cake cut- cutting day. I know every uh, every group has uh, has its spastics. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like you've got your segment who are just completely useless. But how the fuck do you go through a four year accounting degree and come out at the end and you have to work at H and R Block? Dude, the thing is, um, it is the only reason like. Tax is so easy. The only reason it's hard is because it's convoluted. Yeah, I know. Of course. No, no, but I'm saying to you, I'm saying to you, like, to there's no way. I don't even know. Yeah, you have to be really bad to end up well, there. And I say that because you, I'm going to go you back fucking, there. How would you become an accountant and be that bad, dude? How would you pass? I've got friends that just did um, the accounting degree and they can still do like quite complicated tax, more, harder than H and R block shit. Mm. Do you know? Just on logic, I'm like. H&R Block is virtually like accounts payroll. It's like for the real low low hangers. But ha- yeah, how, uh, well, how do they find people to work? Well, what happens, there? this is what happens. You make a lot of money, then you end up having a breakdown. You lose it on the stock market. Your wife leaves you. <laughs> your comedy career doesn't work out and you end up having to make ends meet. You then realize there's an ad for H&R Block fucking tax returns. You quietly get that job and retire the podcast. That's how I think it happens. <laughs> And then you just live in a shithole. Dude, I am, if you don't, the only thing I love is money now is what I've realized. I think it was a lot of shame growing up and they said, oh, that's not right. And you're sick in the head. But now I've realized I want to reveal on the podcast my true love is money. And I want to bang a bank statement. We, we know, people know that. I get messages. No, but I never knew it. No, and I felt, but, I felt but, but, bad about I get, it. I want to put my dick in money. I get I want messages to love money. from people all the time just talking about your greed. All I think about is money. It's and greed. I'm like... I'm like, I want to be greedy little pig in a money pile. You are a greedy little pig. Wolf, Dude, and I'm like, I, th- I felt so much shame about it early on, thinking that it made me superficial. But now I've realized love is blind and it's what I love. <laughs> I want money and I want fucking to use that money to put salt in society's wounds. <laughs> Don't you think? And that's, that is a fucking brave thing to say in this age. It is a brave thing Everyone to else say. is trying to save the forest. I'm trying to buy the forest, turn it into wood chips for money. You're very brave. I want to get uh, I want to get uh, the Nile River, put it, bottle it for money. I want everything <laughs> to be money. <laughs> the Amazon forest turned into money. That was a great idea, a business idea we had before. Was uh, uh, is this a good? Uh, that, that, there wasn't much in that bit, to be honest. So I laboured quite like hard money. on it. You like money? Yeah, we get it. You like? Yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought if I kept going, I'd find something. But yes. uh, it really well, ran out. No, I think the, I think the uh, uh, the idea for a bottled water called potable water, I think, is pretty. Oh, good. Oh, that's good. What about Nile? The last of a dying breed, or you know, like uh, you're taking it from, the, you know what I mean? Oh, here's okay. Ni- no, here's a great water, one. And you here's actually plug he- the, the the river. Here's a great one. Uh, Johnny was telling me about this guy. He, uh, a friend of his, who just owns a like a, like four or five ATMs, right? And he's he fucking rinses it through these yeah, ATMs, yeah, yeah. like these ones in surfers that you like. Uh, you know, it's like three dollar like fees or whatever. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, how? What about right? What about what about luxury ATM? 
So, because oh. my first thought, right, was you have one like at a football stadium, and it's, it's you put it next to the other ATM, and it's called not gay ATM. So all these, oh. all these football blokes are coming up like not for gay. Well, I'm not gay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and yeah. you, you play you play on their homophobia. But then but then oh, we that's I, good. I thought a better idea. What about uh, what about luxury ATM, right? And you you come up, and it's the whole thing is like this is this is expense. It's ten dollars oh. a withdrawal, and you you uh, you press you put your card in, and like a little video comes up, and it's me, and it's like, hi, thank you for choosing luxury ATMs, and we're like, you'll find the the, the withdrawal button to the top right of your screen. They go through the whole thing, so and you're sitting there like annoyed, like, well, I just want my money. Like, what this is yeah. luxury? What the fuck's going on? And it said, settle in, settle back, and enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We take you through the process of drawing out your money and it has like some Chuck Mangione music like, and then it, and then it's like it takes please position your face for the screenshot and it takes yeah. a photo of you <laughs> and, and then you put, put on a montage <laughs> showing images of you drawing the money smiling <laughs> and then running off with it and like at the end of a, 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 a rainbow with a pot of gold waving hey your money will be with you shortly <laughs> yeah, please yeah. enjoy the experience luxury ATMs <laughs> Your money is safe with luxury ATMs. <laughs> and then they spit one at a time and go, easy. Here's your first $20 bill. Easy. Pace yourself, soldier. Pace yourself. We don't need to rush this. It's, <laughs> it's time to take your wallet out of Ooh. your back pocket. How about you give me a little bit of attention? <laughs> How about you rub my screen for a while? <laughs> the ultimate experience. Uh, goes, See, isn't that better? Now we're moving to final ejaculation. <laughs> final, final ejection. Oh, dude, that is good. And then you waste and, their and, time. And like, like, after you put your, uh, uh, oh, after you put your card in, like a little, a little rest, rest rises up out of it. So when you put your pin number in, your hands comfortable. Dude, <laughs> it's know? so good. And if you don't, if you don't rub right enough, and they go like, "You're intoxicated. We don't trust you." <laughs> You'll thank us in the morning. Piss off, you drunk fuck. You get $2. There's enough money for a Happy Meal. Fuck off. Imagine if you could, like the ATM should have a, a, a breathalyzer. So it could stop you. You know, when you're like, you're spending, it should go like, beep, beep, beep. This guy's on cocaine and 40 liters of alcohol. And it'd just be like, cut off. You can only use it for an Uber to get home. That would be such a good app. And they're going like, what do you mean? Like, I want to get to the brothel. I want to get to the brothel. <laughs> they're like, beep, beep, beep. You've only got valid one valid transaction. Uber home to like safe house. That might ruin a, the whole business model of luxury ATMs though. Luxury ATMs has to be all luxury. No, I mean like it's it's. I think it's mostly going to be like, uh, like, yeah, pest accountants trying to get money out to buy coke. In yeah, the, yeah, in the middle yeah, of the yeah, night. yeah. <laughs> you can't breathalyze them. Or I thought the the model as well. It didn't. It shouldn't be. Um, it shouldn't be a like a, a two dollar fifty charge. It should be a, a ten percent commission. Oh, mate, and this is good. And but and what you if- get dumb fucks with that too. They'll be like, oh, I don't want to pay two dollars fifty. It's like, well, what about a commission? We'll we'll just take a, a small cut of what trading you're, commission. You're and but then when are you inside? You've got to have like comfort where it's sort of uh. No, I'm not inside. This is automatic. It's a machine with a video. What are you talking about? I'm inside, dude. That's the luxury. What are you fucking talking about? I'm sitting in. I'm sitting behind an ATM no, screen dude, in a wooden box. That's they, the luxury experience. Up, I take their card and I like what? I, dude, I, this is my I, dream. I, I have to run off to another ATM to get their no, money. This is what I'm saying. You sit in the booth. That's the luxury experience. They, There's a nerdy <laughs> accountant in there. 
And then when you when you put your card in, a hand tapes it. <laughs> and you go, thank, thank you. you for using luxury experience. Thank you for using luxury and I'm, ATMs. I'm new I'm to... I'm going to do the robot voice the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it repeats, like you put your pen number on, and it goes, you've entered three, two, eight, five. <laughs> Is that correct? <laughs> like the guy's looking around. What the fuck is that? And it's that? actually someone in there. I apologize. I'm new to the country. <laughs> in this communication. And they're like, yeah, let me give you a back rub. And hands come through. No, but I'm saying inside. Please select I, your I mean, preferred it, language. It's <laughs> like a Chinese and you're like, oh, dude, and I'm then you, sorry. You hear Chinese and you hear, you hear like a door open. <laughs> and it swaps out. And so goes, guy comes in and goes, ni hao. I'm like, <laughs> the same ni hao. Voice. And he goes, Get out of here. Get in here. Get in here. Nihau. <laughs> nihau. No, but it's do, the same voice. It's, no, it's nihau. <laughs> dude, but I think I was saying, would it be inside or just out on the street is what I meant. You put it next to other ATMs. It's it's the it's the same as potable water. Potable water on the shelf, right? Oh. You're walking past it and you look over and you're like, oh, I should get a dude, Dasani. Dude, what about this and idea? And you look at the Dasani and you're like, I'm not, well, am I going to have a Dasani or... Well, I'm not, I don't want the non-potable. I'm going to have potable you, water. You're, you're, it's like we were talking last night with the, we were too drunk. Your, your idea is trapped in the idea of what an ATM is. You need mobile ATMs where it's just people dressed like ATMs and they, they, they move around. We've done this. That's Bank of Bevan. What? Have we actually done it? So we've you done the, the, so we've done the, the ad. You're at the cricket and there's at a guy Bank dressed of, as an ATM Bank and you Bevan, put it. I take your money and put it in a tote bag. That's oh, Bank of Bevan. No, no, it sort of is, but I'm saying, like, I want to be able to draw money off someone. There's someone at the pub standing dressed like a mascot, dressed like an ATM, and he's functional. You put your a card functioning in. functioning man TM. And he's a man TM, and you go, like, there's a man TM. Grab him. And he runs. He's like, I'm finished for the night. I'm going <laughs> home. I'm going to get back here, you fuckhead. I want money. I've got to get so a you, hot dog. You, you, want a, you want a bank teller who's like... Dre- I want a bank teller dressed as a mascot and you can put They dress up as the St. George They uh, look dragon. like an ATM. You put the card in and then they eventually hand you money. Yes. And then eventually you see Bogans with one of them in the back of their car on the side and it's been stolen. Help me. Help me. They've robbed me. His dragon costume has been ripped open. I'm like, what the fuck? You find a mascot that's been ripped open by a drunk. Hey? I'm like, what happened, man? And he goes, there were three of them. They're going that way. And then attack my stupid foam mascot ATMs that are getting robbed blind. Thousands of dollars stolen every night. Night one, we got a hundred on the street 90 go missing <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we've lost I'm like to investors we lost yeah. 13 million dollars Ni- 19 foreign nationals on working visas have been they've been, they've been stolen 19 and human new refugees are now missing <laughs> We found 40 of them burnt out in a forest. <laughs> I'm like, this franchise is not worked out. Okay, we're going to do... Uh, we're gonna do Picks of the week. Dude, but bounce. we can't just overload it because I haven't even looked at shares today. I know, that's what I was going to say. I did notice that you haven't looked at anything. No, well, I looked a bit, but I'm saying I'm just... Uh, I didn't and they're look all up. Everything's up, baby. <laughs> the tip... They are, baby. <laughs> It's time to invest in graphite. Dude, you know what the thing is? I'm angry. I've got an MC today, which makes me like a fucking shit shoveler. I don't care. Dude, I've got to go, hey, everyone, everyone, have a good night. Fuck you. You don't have to say that. You, you, mate, this is the one art where you uh, almost can't be censored uh, on stage. It's just I can you do whatever and the microphone. I want. That's right. You can be censored if you want to. That's true. Yeah, you know, but I can just do whatever. <laughs> yeah, man, hot tips, I don't know. Like, I do- 
If you want to get tips, you have to sign up with Sure Thing. SureThing.money. And we're going to do that ATM idea. That's ATM great. ATM scam. We're going to the put you in mascots. a box. We'll put you in a box and then you just take the cards. You I'm like, what do you cards. mean they've all been abducted? And I'm like, <laughs> they were just getting picked off like flies, you idiots. They saw, I saw hundreds getting loaded into cars. People yelling, help me, help me. I've got, I've got 30 grand in my phone, phone pouch. <laughs> Fuck! Andrew Wolf, you idiot! <laughs> Mascot ATMs was the dumbest idea ever. In other news, a business has folded within three hours of opening on the streets of Northbridge as ATMs were stolen left, right and centre by drunk bogans running off with foreign nationals on their shoulders. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh, mate, that's good. That's oh, all right. It's oh, yeah, okay. That's good. All right, we'll be well, back. Well, stay safe. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Just everyone out there. Stay positive. It's not nice. Our seven this world. viewers, one of which is Demi. She's. Is she's, Demi's watching her she's, live? She's behind you watching she's her back. phone. She's back. She loved it. Okay. We but made yeah, Demi proud. We're going to bounce. And, Bye, man. Uh, we'll be back later. Gonna go do no, I'm gets. never coming back. I hate this pod. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> when do we have to go? In about 15 minutes. Leveraging your home. Margin personal loans Hedged by put contracts Holding 15 overexposed bad positions loose